Thanks to Amazon Pharmacy for supporting FilmSack. Amazon Pharmacy makes it easy to order your prescriptions and have them delivered straight to your door. Amazon Prime members can save on prescription medication when not using insurance and getting free two-day delivery. Learn more at Amazon.com slash FilmSack. So, how was it? Good. Gonna go ahead, huh? Full steam. Anything I can do to change your mind? Nope, no way. You know, there's no saying that, uh, no matter how hot it gets up there during the day, there's not a damn thing to do at night. That's right. Thank you, but I'm going up to the party in the tower. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. And welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 506. Mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined today by Brian. He's not a cheeseburger, Dunaway. But I am a cheeseburger, mm. just not a reverse cheeseburger. Mm. Oh, hi. Ew. Oh, man, you guys won't believe all the vintage crap I found at an estate sale over the weekend after the little old lady down the street passed away. Mm. Let's see. I got a pack of Virginia Slims. $140 worth of vulgar underwear. Mm. One of them <laughs> old school corded phones with nine foot of curly cord. <laughs> and my best find, a case of Newman's own salad dressing from 1989. Oh, man, that was a good year for salad dressing and vulgar underwear. Anywho, I'm exhausted after all that shopping, so I'm still in bed this morning. Right now, I'm in my vulgar underwear smoking Virginia Slims and guzzling down Newman's own salad dressing. Sacrifices were made on the old grocery shopping this week. Corners were cut. Also, good thing this is an audio-only podcast, or you guys might see some Dunaway thigh. Mm. (laughs) 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 Ah, crap. I spilt my Newman's own. No worries. I'll just clean up with these old rags and I have laying around and toss them into that pile of old oily rags on the floor. (laughs) Better get rid of this cigarette, too. Toss. All right. So this week on Film Sack, we take the scenic elevator all the way up to the promenade room to sack the classic. Hey, do you guys smell something? smells like smoke. Probably nothing. Where was I? Oh, yeah. We take the scenic elevator all the way. That is definitely smoke. Oh, no. My rag pile. Randy. Randy, fetch me my nine-foot cordite phone so I may call Paul Newman. Save me. (laughs) Or call Steve McQueen to save me. Oh, no. The 89. Randy. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. I don't even know what to make of your intros anymore. (laughs) I was a little worried. You guys know what an estate sale is, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. I want to make sure everybody knows an estate sale. Yeah. I didn't want to like, that was the part I was like, I almost went with like a flea market or uh, ordered online, <laughs> but I was like, I didn't want to lose the audience. Old people die and you sell their shit. That's basically mm. that. That one made the most sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I get you. Uh, well, very well done. Also with us, Randy, that sure is a slow burning fire in that room. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Randy. Some say the world is round like tire. Some say is flat. When son-in-law bought cheap-ass wire, it led to massive tower fire. But if your choice is fall, go splat, 
I'd make for elevator freight. Why no mm. one ever thought of that should raise debate. Here, have this cat. <laughs> Meow. That was great. Wow. What a lovely little Lucius. Yeah. It's a very nice little poem. Poem, yeah. as they would say. Poem. Poem. Uh, all right. That was awesome. Also with us, finally, Brian, he always did die. What? Oh, he always did want to die in bed. Ibit. <laughs> so true. Hello and welcome to the Backlot Tour at Universal Studios. We'll take you behind the scenes of all your favorite movies, as long as the movies you love are all more than 30 years old. We'll drive by the Psycho Hotel, the Jaws Lagoon, and something we're pretty sure was from Citizen Kane. But before we get to those, we're going to take you on a tour of the Glass Tower. Yes, the skyscraper from Irwin Allen's The Towering Inferno. Our first stop is the storage closet where the fire starts. This is where the fire starts, but it grows very quickly. And a lot of fans of the movie know why. It's because of all the polyester worn by the cast. Very flammable. <laughs> no, please sit Please sit down on the tram, ma'am. Okay. Mm. Our next stop is the set that was used for the 65th floor, where Robert Wagner is having an illicit affair with his secretary if you look to your left you'll see jennifer wearing nothing but a dress shirt and a pair of control top pantyhose jennifer also does the backlot tram ride or at least she did until she was fired two weeks ago and has been squatting here and the Battlestar galactic set galactica set ever since go home jennifer <laughs> Our final stop is the set of the promenade, the party on the 81st floor. We're going to be sending each of you across the drop to the ground floor over to our gift shop where you'll also find our merchandise, also completely based on movies that are so old they've been released on Laserdisc. And like the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland, as you leave, you need to beware of hitchhiking ghosts. Just replace the word ghost with Jennifer and then replace the word Jennifer with those pantyhose make her look like she's naked from the waist down. Go home, Jennifer. <laughs> wow. Aww. That, that, that made me Thanks sad for, for studio. Yeah, I mean, it's after studio tours. I haven't been in a while. It makes me sad. Yeah, it, they, yeah. I used to like those. Those were cool, mm -hmm. the, especially the universe. In fact, you you tapped into the one that I have the most memory for because like that shark and the water and the fake flood. Yeah, well, I can't the, think of any other studio tours besides the Universal Studios tour and the, the backlot tram. But it is, I guess they do have Fast and Furious stuff in there now. Mm. Um at least when Tristan and I went like five years ago or, or something on a trip out there. Did they have a bunch of Trek stuff at one point, or am I thinking of, I'm probably thinking of some other park or something? Um, I don't God, remember. did they? I, I know they had they Battlestar Galactic, like the old Cylon, um, silver Cylon Battlestar Galactic. Oh, stuff. you know what? I'm probably thinking of that, actually. Yeah, 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 would, yeah that's what I'm thinking of, too. You might be but thinking, you might be thinking of uh, the, the, the Hilton. <laughs> Oh, right on the strip. <laughs> right, right. No, I was thinking of the A team when Face was walking down the back lot. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the thing. I remember, so when I was in, we'll get to this movie in a second, but when I was in, in Universal Studios when I was a kid, I want to say it was like 83. I was very young. Uh, we saw them filming an episode of the A-Team out there, and I could see uh, B.A. Baracus walking around. Now, how did I oh, know wow. that was him? Because well, he's I'm, easy to spot. I'm a, white, I'm a young James, white kid, and there's mohawk. this bald mohawk black guy down there. He just stood out <laughs> like among the everyone, and he was huge, and everybody else looked tiny right. compared to him. But uh, I'll never forget that. It was like my one close call to uh, 18 did you get fame. A, did you get a look at the van? No, the what van a, wasn't there. What a, what a boring, the what a, well, what a boring ass van, but something I always wanted. I mean, it's really a system. Yeah. 
but you it's know, really... yeah, like it, they really sold it. They sold they it, and I never, I never <laughs> thought about like I as a as a little kid, I never thought about bands, and then I was sold. And the next thing I know, I'm drawing <laughs> bands on every book cover and every every piece of paper I ever get, I'm drawing vans. Yeah, and then. Just... And then that Crazy. phase ends, and then I go on with my life. And then recently, the Brian Johnson video <laughs> series uh, goes and visits Dave Grohl, and oh, suddenly yeah. we're talking about Vans. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. man, it took me right back to that time. Vans are great. That thing had a spoiler on it, and it had that cool. Yeah, I know. Had the red spoiler. It was jacked up just ever so just a slightly little bit. In the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was big uh, enough to. They throw. didn't have any seatbelts or anything back there, right? So when they're going around curves and they're driving. No. Super fast. Can you just visualize all the members of the A team kind of bobbling around back yeah, there? You, like, got, oh. you, don't need, you don't need seat belts. You got BA. He just grabs a hold of you. He is the seatbelt. Yeah, but he would drive most buddy. of the time. He's usually driving and he'd say, oh, I ain't true. getting a no plane, Hannibal. And then they'd knock him out and carry <laughs> him in the back. And yeah. <laughs> oh, what so good guys, times they were. While we're preempting, I have a pop quiz for you. Someone said, Go. Here's the quiz. Pop quiz name, shot. name guess the top four best-selling laser discs of all time. I Aladdin. Have four, I have the top four right here. I'm going to give you lots of misses. Right. Uh, Aladdin is not one of them. Okay. Really? I, okay. The Star Wars uh, uh, trilogy also not one of them. Wow. wow. Really? And not Indiana Jones. Uh, Lethal weapon. Mm-mm. Alien. Uh, no sir. Then we got to go with like Gone with the Wind or some stupid crap. I mean, you could, but no. Uh, not alien, alien, no alien. Basic instinct, alien, not no basic instinct. No alien, no basic instinct. Or people, you, people were walking home with their big, huge laser disc. Let me let me look at my collection here, and I'll tell you what I got, and we'll see if I have I, one. Of them. Top four best-selling laser discs. Uh, this is the uh, the fifth Jeez. element. Nope. No. Uh, I think that would have been a little late, right? That would have been would've late. Been. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they made one, but you're right. Toy about Story. The lateness. Toy Story. Nope. Also, I think a little bit late. I mean, I'm thinking it's going to be 95. Would have been about Beauty and the Beast, maybe maybe some other Disney thing. Oh, uh, I mean, yes, uh, two of these are Disney movies. Yes, okay. Aristocats, Bambi. <laughs> did he say Aristocats? Yeah, he, he did, did say Aristocats. Oh my God, that's so funny. Not Pocahontas. Uh, oh, Little Little Mermaid. Oh, Little Mermaid's a good one. No, oh, really? that's a good guess though. Shit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you another Mission hint. Impossible. There's there's two Disney films and two Arnold Schwarzenegger films in the oh, ah, Eraser. Recall. Nope. Wow. Eraser. How is this Terminator. so hard? Terminator Two Special yes. Edition. Terminator yes. Two Judgment no, Day. I is, even have that stupid thing. Why didn't, why didn't I guess it? Yeah, the number one best selling laser disc of all time. Okay. What was the hmm. wait? What were the other two? Right time. Uh, so two two of them are Schwarzenegger. Two so of them far, are you've named fifty three films <laughs> and only gotten Terminator two. So the so maybe the original Terminator. No sir. Okay. No, oh oh, oh uh, 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 Predator. Predator. Incorrect. No. Oh my gosh. Uh, so Commando. You wouldn't think this is so hard, but like. It's not. It's not. Said. It's not that hard in retrospect. But like, there's a lot of <laughs> also what you from, right? <laughs> Last action hero. No way. Um, hold on. Let me think. Um, another. That wasn't less left. Disney films or Schwarzenegger films. We, have, we still what? have one more Schwarzenegger film and two Disney, two Disney films. films. And what what I want you to remember for the Schwarzenegger movie is that the the peak of laser disc sales was actually 1995. Yeah. Oh, that's later than I would have guessed, too. No, no, maybe. No, because that's when the prices dropped from 120 down to like 60 and 
and stuff. Right, so and that was the year Toy Story boredom. came out, which is why <laughs> Eraser? Did somebody already guess Eraser? I already said yeah, Eraser. It's not Eraser, no way. Uh, True Lies, probably. True Lies. Ah, oh, True Lies. Oh. Of course, that should have been prime. That came out the yeah, year before. Time. It was a 94 the movie. Four, yeah. Yeah. Which they're actually looking at a TV show, a TV series, mm-hmm. or a movie or something remake now. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. No Arnold, though. Maybe a cameo, but no right. Arnold. We were like, we were like. It's hard to. It's hard. It's like to twenty minutes in, and I think we've talked all of about. Yeah, we five haven't talked about this about movie. This you know what? You know why? Because that movie also likes to take about twenty minutes to do anything for yeah. a tiny yeah. thing. Yeah. It does. Right. Uh, we saw so, the Tower uh, Inferno, like, everybody. Oh, go no, ahead. They Let, both animated, uh, Randy. Let's, yes, yeah, yes, okay. and and one of them was by far the biggest Disney film of all time. Aladdin at, at the time. Aladdin. I said Aladdin. I was like the first oh, thing. So I said Aladdin. At the time. Okay. This was the biggest Disney film. Okay, not Aladdin. We said Beauty and the Beast. Did we not? Yeah, we said Little Mermaid beating the right. Beast. Um, beating the Beast had a work. Where, oh, Lion King. Duh. Yes. Oh, oh, but, oh, I'd, like to, I'd like to believe there yeah. were some Disney files at home just like screaming, come on. Right. Well, and that was also the year before as well. I, was, I should have been thinking about movies that were le- that were released in like 94, yeah. 95. I hadn't gotten sense. to the L's in my collection. I was still going through it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. the, the, oh, number three of, the number three of the four, however, at the time was like 55 years old. And that was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, oh, oh, wow. which yeah. apparently just found a huge audience on Laserdisc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Movie's boring. Hmm. You know, I, I I know that one of the reasons that the Terminator Two one sold so well. I think the reason even that I bought it was that at the time it was the only way to get a different cut. It was like a, uh, the the directors or some that thing has been released about a dozen different times with a dozen different yeah. configurations. But at the time, I remember it being the only way you could get a certain um release of the film with extra footage and bonus stuff. right because right. we didn't have dvds or anything right know, well, this was the terminator 2 judgment day special edition cut. yeah, yeah. It, it claimed to contain 15 minutes of previously unseen footage that phrase is what really sold that's it. what sold it yeah that's why previously i bought it unseen you know yeah, yeah. but what was yeah. it nobody it? saw it even even the people filming it were wearing blindfolds <laughs> at the time what was what was the scenes that we missed out on so much it what was it? mostly uh, it was mostly michael bean as kyle reese in a dream sequence oh, oh yeah i just saw him on criminal minds anyway uh, it was uh, more shots of what's his face playing video games at the mall. There you go. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> final fight. It was more phone dialogue fight. of uh, Arnold asking <laughs> if they were his parents. Your parents are dead. Yeah, your parents are dead. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, but, I mean, just really remarkable. Terminator 2 Judgment Day on Laserdisc sold more than three times as many copies as True Lies did. And True yeah. Lies is considered, you know, one of their greatest big sellers of all time. All right. right. So did we get every the other Disney one? Did we, we get it? Yeah, Lion King and Snow White and Seven. Oh, Dwarf. Snow White. Okay, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. Snow White. That's boring. Jeez. Yeah. Boring. I got a, I got the Beauty and the yeah. Beast uh, work edition. The while, while it's work in progress. Yeah. Oh, cool. really? Yeah it's, yeah, it's got like a bunch of it's a bunch of storyboards with the narration on it, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, oh. like they released a laser disc prior to prior to the. the no, they released finished? it. Uh, after about? for a short time, Disney was really pushing their uh, video collectibles. And what they would do is, after a film was released, they would also release the work in progress print. So oh, they would, wow, they would just kind of like go back for collectors. And so, gotcha. So it's a up. so it's you still get the full movie, but you right. also get a bonus thing of like the making or not the making of, but like the right. work in progress. Like I think it was shot, just the work shot in progress, to come so here, or something. Mm-hmm. Like right, right, exactly. It's like oh yeah, okay. Yeah. 
You yeah. remember Todd it's from uh, Terminator 2? Piece of shit! Oh, that's not him. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> that was you. Oh, there that he is. Scott. That was Terminator me. 2. Here he is for real. Sorry. Piece of shit! That's him. He's the one. <laughs> the wrong piece I, of shit. A question for you, Scott. Do you remember Bobby Brady from the Brady Bunch? Yes, I do. Uh, a local here. Like Lookinland. <laughs> born and raised in Utah, and I have a really great story about that later. I may have told this before on here, and if I have, you guys can shut me down, but... Um, we, when we were in high school, we got, we got wind that Bobby Brady lived somewhere in holiday, Utah, which is it's a <laughs> suburb of Salt Lake. And we thought, Ooh, we should go down Bobby to his Brady house. Lives. <laughs> so we did, he was born here and then did all his Hollywood business and then kind of just came here and lives here. And he still does. Um, and we went out to find his house and we found it. It's just this little bungalow out in, in holiday. And we kicked over his trash cans because we were oh. dicks. Take that, Bobby. Take it, Bobby. We, we were dicks. We were high school dicks. Uh, and it was a terrible thing to do. But that was my brush with a, Bobby. You know, it's funny because I was going to try and come up with some phrase of Bobby Brady's to like joke around with that. Right. But you don't have a Marsha, Marsha, Marsha or yeah, a, they're all going to laugh at you or I know I guess that was somebody else or uh, um <laughs> Bobby uh, was the ugly one. Applesauce. Exactly. So, you know, like, he was the ugly yeah. one. Peter was the kind of the good looking, fun one. The older brother was right. the smart, you know, capable one. one. Bobby yeah. just kind of the shitty shit one. He was the shitty one. Was that was he was he any way related to this film that we're watching today? Yes, I he's mean, in it. He's the kid. Yeah, okay, the, I wasn't sure. I don't remember. Yeah. Was he the oh, so he was the kid. He's I didn't recognize kid. him. I didn't watch the, a lot of the I think that's funny though. Uh, Reddit we antenna just, uh, headphones. I love those headphones, by the way. This was uh, yeah. if all this was hold on, if all this was 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 done or Randy just or whoever did I it. Was it I was wondering bring up a crap? random thing about Bobby Brady. That would have been really freaking funny. But no, he's in this movie. <laughs> All right, well, we should finally say it. It's, but, ni- it's 1974 yeah. is The Towering Inferno. Okay, it's out. We finally just mentioned it. It's That's there. the movie. It's done. Yeah. So if you're listening, fast forward to 15 minutes and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, directed by John Gillerman, uh, produced by that guy Brian uh, Ibbett always mentions. I forget his name now. Erwin uh, Allen. Erwin yeah. Allen. And also, and also yeah. should have gotten a co-directing uh, credit. He should have. Right. Like, he, he apparently directed, like, everything that was All of those... Shot. Yeah, and then he's done. He did all of those um, disaster movies of the seventies. Yeah, Poseidon. So he did the the Poseidon Adventure. Air, I think airport. one of the airport, maybe multiple of the airport movies. Um, yeah, are they all as long as this? Movies came time out the same travel, year, right? time tunnel. Are they all three What's hours long? Oh, are yeah. they all three hours long? Are they all? Uh, they're all. They're all three. These disaster movies take a while to develop. I it just takes so, forever man. to develop, man. Jeez. So the, I want to. I want to actually start with that because the movie, uh, like the movie, sort of writes itself. You can once you know what this movie is about, right? It's just mm-hmm. a straightforward. This is a disaster movie where a bunch of people are trapped and the fire's coming for them and they're trying to escape. Yeah. So that's that. Okay. Now I want to I want to ask, doesn't the runtime of this movie work in its favor? Kind of like remember the first time you saw Titanic and you're like, wow, that's a mm-hmm. long movie. Mm-hmm. But then as you as you get into it and it's kind of a slog, that helps build the tension, right? I think that, it that can. Mm-hmm. I think you can compress it now, though. I think you can do better. I think they could have got. I think they could have gone an hour and forty five. <laughs> <laughs> and gotten a, or, right. or if they were really set on that two hour and 45 minute time give us right. more stuff going on on the floors where the fire is spreading because there's probably people on those floors or there might be right. and there's residences and things like that yeah. give us some other stories of things you know, going on on those you know, what, and, you yeah. what you could have done what is just gotten rid of 
Robert Wagner's entire uh, <laughs> story arc. It was, it yeah. was totally. I mean, while <laughs> while it was it was fun, I yeah. loved it. I loved it, but it really, I mean, to serve the story, eh, nothing. Right. Yeah, they have the police. Don't worry. Oh, bar, bar, bar. okay. The fire department's coming. Oh, oh, what's that? Oh, okay. You're on your way. Okay. Fire department's coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But now watching him run through that fire was an amazing scene. Yeah. Yeah. But to service the story, mm, eh. get done without it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not really a Wagner dude anyway. I always kind of annoyed me. Um, and uh, continues to do to this day. I just don't like him very much. Well, There's something and, about and him. The fact is, he was he was one too many same looking white guys for me. Mm. Like the I, I didn't need Robert Wagner because I'm already struggling to tell the difference between Paul Newman and Steve McQueen. <laughs> and Steve McQueen, if, right? If yeah. If they hadn't dressed them very differently and made sure that Steve McQueen always looked like a firefighter, really? I would have I would have just thrown my hands up. Like, well, you know, for so me, Robert Wagner comes along, and I'm like, okay, so this is. The the same looking guy only he's in a tuxedo okay yeah. go. well here's what's blow right. mind-blowing for me so i still think i think paul newman from the minute we ever knew who he was to the end of his career and the final uh live action thing i saw him in was uh it was his final movie which was road to perdition and i just saw that recently saw uh that. he continues to be i think he is the coolest looking uh most attractive man hollywood ever produced i really believe this so yeah. mm-hmm. I and see him in this movie that- and he's covered in horrible seventies clothes and he's surrounded by <laughs> awful shag carpet and terrible everything. All of it looks bad. Don't talk about Faye Dunaway's area like that. that even her, carpet. even her, she looks, <laughs> she looked like a relic. He looks no, she- so good in everything he does. Yeah. Steve McQueen, on the other hand, I always assumed was an older guy. Get this. When he made this movie, he's 44. He looks 62 and yeah. he died at 50. He's, he's gr- he he's died grizzly. He died like at 50 that. of some kind of yeah. weird cancer thing from asbestos and combination with smoking and stuff. But I'm telling you, oh, everybody terrible. in he's these wearing movies, an asbestos suit. everybody in these movies, smoker right. Joe McSmoker. They all smoked like crazy yeah. back then, mm-hmm. all of them. And it shows nobody at 44 should look as old as Steve McQueen looked at 44. Like that right. was just you weird to me. me. All those smokers, and they didn't start the fire with somebody tossing a butt. I didn't understand it. I was like, why not that? Why some rag of rags in some utility closet? The rag of rags. (laughs) But but there was one person in this film who actually looked younger than his age. Oh, who's that? And probably didn't smoke his entire career, and probably kept in shape and so on, and that is Fred Astaire, yes. man. Mm. Oh, sexy, yeah. sexy he Astaire. Was, yeah. He was ancient when yeah. this movie came out. Like he he was like thirty years past his prime as a filmmaker. You right. know? Mm-hmm. It's he was amazing. born in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Granted yeah. eighteen ninety nine, yeah. but still. Wow. Still. Yeah. No, he that dude held up. I don't know what happened there. And no. he died at eighty yeah. something and this would have made him seventy something. And he did not look I, that old. I love the films. I loved the films moment. They didn't get to me. I wish they could have given, taken all of Robert Wagner's scenes away and put more Fred Astaire scenes in <laughs> because when they had him laying on the ground under that lamp post looking thing, <laughs> oh, like yeah. singing yeah. in the rain and him right. holding onto it. Like he'd fell down. I was like, okay. Well, I was thinking about that. I told you, it. it's like, Gene Kelly gets to dance on one of those and Fred Astaire gets pinned by one of them. Where's the justice? Where's the justice? And, and, you know, like our first 
uh, sequence with Fred Astaire. He's in his hotel room. Check it out. His fake goods. You yeah, know, like right. as yeah. one does, right? Yeah. When you have a treasure, you always peek at it a little bit, yeah, right? with a big old it's, smile. It's a freaking trope alert slam down on that. Like, I couldn't believe that this is so... <laughs> He's so tropey. But then when he gets into the party and he's trying to pick up this lady, one of the, what does he do? He takes her out to the dance floor. And I was so excited to I see Fred waiting. Astaire dance. And uh, then it, it wasn't that great. Yeah. It, no, it really he wasn't. Just, yeah. the, he just does the white guy dance. I'm right, like, okay, right. okay. Yeah. Well, it made me, it made me wonder, movie, was that just because, I don't know. Like, he still moved better than well, most 70, or 70 plus year olds. He moved pretty good. But, uh, you know. I don't think they could afford no. it. And number one, you're only as good as your partner. Like he's not going to be like doing the whole like dancing, literally dancing circles around. But it's like you almost need his kind of dancing does require. All right, we're giving him the floor. We're giving him props to dance with. Here's a a cane that will turn into a Bissell vacuum cleaner later on. Oh my god! Oh my god! I missed it. I forgot that's such that a controversial thing, dude. Oh my gosh, that's such a throwback. Remember when they first did that, and we were all just like. This is the end what? of times because we, the minute we can resurrect people and make a what vacuum in their hand. What can go worse than this? What yeah. a, right, exactly. A, like yeah. a, a laser pro- a projector of Tupac? What's going to happen? Yeah, and then nothing nothing happened. It was all dumb. Well, it, I, I yeah. felt like he had incredible uh, chemistry with Jennifer Jones. Yes. Uh, there, like I just like everything about that made me want more. And so then when you stop and go, no, the movie's already three freaking hours long. I, I, I get it, but like you're you're right. They could have cut from other spots to to build that out, and it would have been very entertaining. Like yeah. about about twenty minutes less of him coming in Jurassic Park style on that helicopter would have been fine as well. By yeah. the way, Jurassic Park seems to have totally totally stole that vibe. Well, they, I mean, the, like, this movie vibe. was all about telling most of its credits during that scene, and that's a yeah, it feels like a seventies thing to pull off. You know, like it, you're gonna, it was uh, the sixties. We we didn't start seeing uh, credits move to the end of films until after um, Hitchcock. We talked about this on the show before Hitchcock. Yeah. Uh, uh, People were famously, uh, well, people used to come to the theater very late because there were so many long opening credits. Yeah. And so he didn't want that. He wanted people in right away. Yeah, Yeah. get them in right away. That was probably obviously um, pre-trailers and stuff too, which has changed how Mm -hmm. people go to movies and Mm -hmm. stuff. So now if you're late, you're just missing trailers. But but yeah, like I, I, there's something about this that's like primordial um, disaster movie. Like you can feel the underpinnings of what would be the underpinnings of everything we think of that's cool in this genre, like Die Hard or freaking, I don't know, um, you know, any number of speed, whatever. They, they all, they all kind of have a piece of this. And up till now, I don't think anybody was doing these. Like that's why these felt like maybe they were a little bit groundbreaking right. at the time is nobody had really looked at uh, a film about, Hey, what if a disaster happened, man-made or not, whatever. And then people had to deal with it. And now there's pieces right. of that DNA and things like aliens and freaking like anything where, mm-hmm. where, where we went cheap because we wanted to save money or, and, or we did a thing cause we wanted like an aliens case, you know, Paul Reiser wants to save an alien and bring it back with him. Doesn't tell anyone that. And then that just F's, it just F's everybody, including him. <laughs> like th- those ideas, they feel like they're, they're born here. Uh, right. And, these, yeah, and this is a this this is a product of something that was obviously on the mind of the populace at the time. Uh, this is based on two different books that were written around the same time uh, about oh, fires. Really, I didn't know that. In, in like, yeah, in tower. And so, the, yeah, they actually purchased. Uh, they actually purchased one of the books 
and they went back and purchased the other because there had been a history of twin movie making uh, like we've seen in the past on here. You know, we've got like Armageddon and the uh, what is the other Deep one? Deep Impact. I'm always forgetting another Oh, uh, Deep Impact. Deep, Deep Impact. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they tried to avoid that by purchasing both the books so that there wouldn't be two movies out at the same time competing for <laughs> Smart. that. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it actually, it's actually a little more uh, strange than that. So uh, this, this was the first big blockbuster made by two major studios. Uh, mm-hmm. the, and, and what had happened was the two studios had purchased these two books separately uh, to make movies out of them and realized they didn't want to compete with each other. And so the, the books were called the tower and the glass inferno Mm -hmm. and uh the screenwriter for the film combined the stories like combined characters and climaxes like literally one of those books has people writing a zip line down to another building and the other book has water tanks blowing up which was insanely stupid and it's so so cool sign me up and, yeah. uh, it looks like you would just make the outside of the building uh, wet and stop the fires that are on the outside, right. but it doesn't feel like it's going to stop all the stuff in the center yeah. of the building. If anything, oh my god, that was so really stupid looking. Me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Wait. Right. It seems like there's so much going on in this movie because yeah. one studio probably generally owned Steve McQueen and one probably generally yeah. owned Paul Newman, and they had to bring them together and and so on. You know, like it's just like there's all these things that end up c- piling up to make this a two well, hour. What are what are our What's our equivalent today if you were to bring two together in this way? Like, I, I look at those Oceans movies and I think, well, that's like 10 of them. But I'm trying to think of like a film where you take your yeah, two like a, biggest like a, dudes. Studio, studio actors, exclusive studio actors aren't as common as they once no. were. I'm trying I mean, to think of hustle, who would be. I mean, the David O. Russell stuff is kind of like that, right? The, right. you know, American Hustle with Bradley Cooper and Christian Bale. But he always uses that that stable. It's yeah, almost like it's not group. a studio right. stable of performers it's a a director's stable of but, who, but like today right. but forgetting about the studio system which i guess didn't even really truly exist in the 70s but if you look at it today and say all right what who are two hottest leading men i don't know who they actually are i guess are they're all in mcu movies um, i guess i don't know the rock and chris evans and that's the thing <laughs> all of these all these things have been done so many times now right yeah that it's like it's it, this is old hat like we who cares so yeah the rock and chris evans have already been in several movies together you know yeah, what i mean you're like, right you're right that's just, what, i guess that's what i'm getting at is we don't do this anymore. Like the trivia was all over the place about how they barely stood in the same room with each other. They had a rule about how they could never be in the same building. And it's like, come on, dude. What, yeah. I mean, that's very much like uh heat, you know, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro barely having any, any scenes Contact. together in that. Right. But, right. Uh, you know, you can't blame somebody. I don't know. I mean, I try to try to put that in my own perspective. I'm like, would I want to share the stage with some other networks, podcasters? Yeah. Forget those guys. Maybe. Bah. Maybe. I mean, in their case, though, they were just both at the top of their game and, you know, maybe not their, well, I mean, he was only six years from death, but but in Paul Newman's case, <laughs> he had a lot to do still. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, just I, I think those egos back then were different kinds of egos than we have now. There's a more cooperative sort Absolutely. of thing happening now. Mm-hmm. At least I feel like yeah. there is. I could be wrong, but yeah, I think we tear people down a lot more than back then. I mean, especially right now, right now in 2021, we will tear as a as as an audience, we will tear down an actor in a second. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and so yeah, th- this they they exist in a totally different uh, insulated world. Yeah, and they you know the, the Faye Dunaway. There's trivia in here about how she would 
Oh, here it is. According to actress stuntman Ernie F. Ersati, however you say his name, Faye Dunaway would not, would often be very late to the set or would not appear at all. This made some scenes impossible to film and caused the actors such as William Holden and Jennifer Jones to become very upset. Uh, Holden reportedly shoved Dunaway against the wall one day and threatened her. For the next month, she had a perfect attendance record. It's like, geez, what the hell kind of... I mean, William Holden, get over here and push this woman down so she shows up on time. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm so mad I can push you. Hold on a second. Yeah. Lady! And that guy, I mean, he's like Western actor extraordinaire from mm-hmm. all the old Westerns and and this thing, he's just got the shittiest glasses and the worst tuxedo. I just felt like, and he even didn't, said, didn't he, he want yeah. he wanted a top billing too, right? He was like the other, he was like the the other third person. He thought he was still cool and hot. As oh the yeah, other he two, thought right? he was as big as ever, but it really wasn't. He said, "What did he say here?" Uh, oh, okay. So the movie premiered December sixteenth, seventy four. It won three Academy Awards: Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, and Best Song. That we uh, we may never lose love again, or whatever that song was. Oh God! It's um, not that one. It's not the house band, right? It's not I that think song, it's that it? lady singing in the middle of the thing. Oh isn't it? God! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like stuff like that back then. Um, anyway, yeah, it says, exactly. Yeah, uh, it's like the morning after from Poseidon Adventure. That was right. And that one actually did win. Oh, that's right. It did. It says it also was nominated for Best Picture, Supporting Actor for Fred Astaire, Art Direction, Music from John Williams, and Sound. Oh, I didn't know John Williams did it. Um, It made over $100 million in its domestic run alone. William Holden referred to the film as lousy. So no matter what happened, William Holden just pissed. (laughs) It's like, ah, I hated it. My suit sucked. And I want to... I want to. I, I was old in it. I didn't I wanna, care for it. I want to hold for a moment on one of those nominations: best art direction for set decoration. Yeah. Because mm. what beat it? I would like to know what mm. the hell beats this. Yeah. For yeah. best art direction set decoration, like this is. This it was is Blazing Saddles, was it? Nineteen seventy. I don't know, but the here's a few What's of our that? films to choose from: Blazing Actually, Saddles number I'll tell one. You. Yeah, yeah, Brian. You oh, tell, tell us. us. Uh, you tell us. Best art direction. So here's here's what it was up against: uh, the island at the top of the world. We all remember that film, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, Earthquake, another disaster film. Chinatown and The Godfather Part Two. The award goes to Godfather Part Two. Yes, Godfather oh. Part Two. Yes. Yeah. Which, oh, yeah, which yeah. I mean, that th- this isn't even this isn't even close. Like, yeah. uh, I, Godfather Part Two is a great film and everything, but like, yeah. why are you giving it that particular Oscar? over this masterpiece like i was really drawn by how they how to fake tower like, like just that alone mm-hmm. <laughs> you know right. wow yeah, i was, was so imp- convinced it was a lot more impressive than i expected it to be there were parts where i was like okay like the water pouring out it was clearly a miniature and all that stuff but there were there were times where i felt legitimate claustrophobic oh my gosh that smoke oh my gosh that fire we are cornered here and the only solution is to jump out that damn window like I had multiple yeah. moments like that and didn't expect to feel that way. Kind of thought. No, that, and that stuff freaks me out. Yeah, me too. I don't yeah, like it yeah. at all. It's, that was ugh. a good, that was oh. a good play on fear. So that was. Did everybody just recoil when looking down elevator shafts and plumbing shafts? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the, the plumbing shaft was, was mind blowing to me because I knew that he was hanging above a painting. There yeah. was mm-hmm. no doubt mm-hmm. in my mind, but the painting was perfect and it looks like an infinite void that he's in yeah yeah the stairwells too right looking down the stairwells and seeing the fire way down below 
Yeah. It was, there sure wasn't a lot of smoke for as much fire as there was, uh, though. Uh, <laughs> only occasionally. Sometimes it would be so much smoke, like, holy yeah. crap. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. Then they'd fit, like do the fog machine with the really slow moving smoke. And right. uh, yeah. Gene was saying, that's not fire smoke. That's no. fog machine. I actually smoke. have a question about that. <clears throat> when, uh, yeah. the, especially the stuff with uh, Dude We Don't Like, or they just mentioned that I don't like him. Uh, uh, Gregory Sierra. The dude that burned and fell through his room. Uh, Robert Wagner, Robert Wagner, like Robert Robert Wagner. Wagner just fine. Yeah, that stuff right, right there. Uh, there, that felt like the most smoke in the movie. Like there was, they were really dealing with it. Do you? What do you think they're using there? Is that steam? Is that because they can't? They're not breathing. I all think that in right. Steam? Like steam. no, I think fog yeah. machine. I think it's what's the run right? Is okay. what they use. Okay. Yeah. I just, I it, it looked very legit to me. Like real smoke, and did ne- never did I go. In fact, it was so legitimate looking that I started to question how does an actor work in that condition. And I realized, well, right. of course, it isn't real smoke, Scott. Duh! But it it was so thick, and it made me feel like those two were going to get, they were going to die. Yeah. Robert they Wagner, did, but- they they did a pre- that was a pretty good scene. I would hate to cut that scene because it was very effective, but it really didn't serve the story other than. Being well, yeah, because they scene. both like you would have one of them. the 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 tradition is one of those two survives. And right, they were like, no, nope, not this time, not this time. And I kind of admire even that. worse. Yeah. I yeah. kind of admire it. Even you, worse, they were like, they'll even never even know we were here, except for mm-hmm. Robert Wagner's tacky uh, bracelet yeah. that they find later. <laughs> yeah. oh, the, uh, the watch that you, that you have, that you engrave your own name on? Yeah, yeah. I love me. Right. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about that like, who? <laughs> yes, though. Yes. I'm the people best. Used to give, people used to g- have things that were engraved with their name because it was given to them as a gift. So like oh. the, he had gotten that watch as a groomsman's gift or for 10 years at a business or something like that. Okay. Which seems weird. Wouldn't you have it engraved with the person who gave you the gift or the, yeah. the groom that was getting married that gave them out yeah. as a groom's gift? Yeah, I don't like a groom's name on my it's freaking like, watch. It's like having your uh, name sewn into your underwear. It feels like, <laughs> no, right? like that would be the right thing to do. Yeah. You actually do want that to be the thing. Well, you don't a- want this under, Underwear to be someone else's who gave it to you. <laughs> hey, you know, Cindy's underwear, underwear over here. You see yeah. <laughs> what they call the underwear Stupid in this? You said it in your intro, Dunaway. What was it? What was oh, it? Vul- vulgar. I have $140 worth of vulgar underwear yeah, over there. I was like, weird. no, I can't not leave. I can't leave that on the floor. Yeah, I that take was that an me. odd it happened yeah, and early 19, and easy to forget, but it was just a weird. Seventy three, man, one hundred and forty dollars then is worth like two thousand. I know. Good yeah. lord, that was a lot the of vulgar whole, underwear. It's a whole shelf at Fredericks of Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to figure out what was vulgar. Like during our time, it, you know, it was all about the French French cut bikini. But I'm like right. seventy four. What was that? that crotchless. Crotchless. <laughs> 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 That's not underwear. Yeah, but. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. are you? You're not related to Faye Dunaway in any way, are you? No, not not to my knowledge, other than name. But now, see, like we don't talk a lot about uh, actors that are named Johnson as last name because Johnson's a fairly common name, but Dunaway yeah. you don't see that very often. No, it'd be you like don't. having an Ibbot or something. Right. Yeah, it would just be yeah. not that. Common. Yeah, if I ever saw an Ibbot just, in a film, I'd lose my mind. I'm like, what? Right, right. There are more yeah. of him. I bet, bet she is related to you. Like she's she's eighty. I'm years sure. Old. She was uh, born in in Florida, you know, like she right. I'm sure lived a good part of her life not far from where you have lived your life. Yeah. As you know, I'm, the sure, South. I'm sure there's probably some uh, distance relationship, but yeah, mm-hmm. you guys are all related somehow down there, right? Isn't that the deal? Well, we got to be. I mean, there's always so many of us. <laughs> she just turned, and we can't stop inbreeding. Yeah, she just turned eighty. Yeah, I mean, if you go far enough back, aren't we all related? Right. <laughs> Too far. 
Yeah. <laughs> she just turned wait, she is 80. Wow. She just turned 80. Yeah. And uh Still has apparently on. uh completed work on a film called The American Connection. Oh. Oh. Is that a uh flight American yeah. flight um or uh, probably not. Probably not about <laughs> connector. Probably not she a flight. To, yeah. Yeah. From one gate to another <laughs> to, uh, it also starts, it also American Airlines hub. Yeah. There's a bunch of other old people in this movie. Daryl yeah. David Carradine, Michael Madsen, they're mm-hmm. all in this movie. Yeah. What, did, you why, see, uh, uh, what, Michael what? Madsen's in this? Yeah, it's a small uh, role though, right? Like, is it super hidden? Um okay. hold on. Where is it? Michael no, 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 Coleman. No. Not Michael. Yeah, Madsen, I thought that was like, oh my god, how is Dabney Coleman not like top build? He should be like at the top. Hold right. on a second, I didn't see Dabney Coleman. Where was yeah. he? Yeah. Near the, the, the fire. Near the end. Yeah, you, oh. you got to go up there. It's one way trip. Well, this right. would have been I early. Can't, for I can't him. order you to go up there, but but uh, you have to volunteer for it. But I, we need you to go up. There. I feel like his ship didn't come in until the '80s, so that makes sense to me. It, yeah, it did for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But he had that same mustache. Like that mustache yeah. was front and center even back then. Oh, it was part of the. Package. Right, right in the middle of his face. Yeah. yeah, you didn't get to do it if you didn't. But like didn't Richard, anywhere, but Richard Chamberlain looking like a baby in this, and he's like a thousand yeah. now. Uh, he's still with us. Still, uh, see, born yeah. in thirty four, so whatever he is. What's your What's your Richard Chamberlain? Uh, first thing you think of, Scott, well, when you think of Richard um, Chamberlain? I wrote in my notes right here, Brian. I'm glad you brought this up. This is my second note. Um, for, first of all, this is my first note. Even the young people in this have smoker face. This is my first wrote, note. Yeah. My second smoke, note was, haven't seen face. Richard Chamberlain since he was peed on the back by a samurai. So, there we go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I should have actually, I should have actually uh, typed it in chat and, and predicted what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, knew you'd I know. can't get over how much my mom was in love with Richard Chamberlain. Oh, and yeah, Thornbirds, baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, earlier than that, she, uh, she oh, really? had the VHS uh, copy of Shogun. Yeah. And uh-huh. okay. uh, that was like two or three VHS tapes. Oh, and, it was huge. Uh, that was like my, oh, man. Yeah, it we was watched. Huge. I, as a as a kid, I remember watching my mom would watch Thornbirds. Like I watched Schitt's Creek. Like oh yeah, it was, it was, nice. It was, yeah, my mom too. I, there's Ollie. something about our moms in that generation that they they thought Richard Chamberlain was the end all be all of men. Yeah. He was just it. Only thing yeah. I ever the only thing he were only thing he triggers in my head is Quartermain. So I Al mean, Quartermain, yeah. yeah, Alan mm-hmm. Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold, 1986. We got to watch it for film sack. I mm-hmm. I have a weird love. For that stupid movie. It's. I don't think I've seen it. We should see it. That well, feels yeah, like King Solomon's Mine. Followed up with that. It was such a. St- oh God, I felt so dirty. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I felt so right. Dirty like you were it. watching a. You were watching a trauma version of Raiders right. of the Lost Ark. How yeah. did you? How did you steal this? Oh, yeah. I hate you so much. I'm like, oh, but I want to watch more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've uh, I've heard that about that before, and I've just never I've never seen it. I James didn't realize Earl it was Jones, Sharon Stone. In the 70s, though. Uh, uh, what's what, who we're we talking about? Um, uh, Richard, Richard Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Yeah, uh, he made he made all of the Alexandre Dumas movies. <laughs> they, they kept having a new movie every year that was the Three Musketeers, and then yes. uh, Count of Monte Cristo, and then another <laughs> the Four Musketeers, and then he made a movie uh, out of the Man in the Iron Mask that was a TV movie. It was like Richard Chamberlain was the TV movie uh, stud. Oh yeah. For, wow all this time yeah. and but, i had no idea that he was our first jason Bourne. what oh, i didn't know yes. that there was a 1988 made for tv movie oh. the Bourne identity and yep. he played jason Bourne. One, shut yeah. up it was apparently only two episodes <laughs> i didn't know those <laughs> books were that old I, I thought those books were newer why did i i thought so too that's yeah. weird 
Okay, I don't like that. That's a terrible piece of trivia. Yeah. I forget. Well, I heard oh, it. and it was also it was also super true to the books. Like, uh, right. he was he wasn't a you know like parkour master. You know, like he would Jason Bourne would be uh, under uh, Matt Damon. Like uh, Richard Chamberlain was just like he was just James Bond. He's got a great smile. He just flashed that smile, and it would just be time to go to town. Oh, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but he uh, he teamed up with one of his. Uh, acting partners here in uh from from this movie the tower inferno later on during the 80s he uh he hooked up with a uh the corded phone and something <laughs> called murder by phone mm. oh <laughs> wow okay yeah. finally that corded phone got more more screen time because uh woof, that thing <laughs> you forget how phone. long right we forget how long corded phones used yeah. to be and how oh, weird it looks the world's largest phone booth like Everybody yeah. is constantly going to telephones yeah. in this movie. It's, it's, it's boring. They were, by that. <laughs> they were using phones the way we use cell phones in this movie somehow. They were really yeah, they, were. Yeah. they were. They were. Every they were, wall they had really a hole light on. on. There's, you just grab it. There was a couple of things that were like used over and over again. There were phones. It must have been like 20 helicopters in this film. Yeah, uh, I don't know how many elevators, but I did not like taking the scenic elevator. That was the worst. Ugh. Can we talk um, about the magical helicopter, by the way? Yeah, give it to us. Oh, which one? The one that is able to get super close enough to the building to uh, to descend uh, Steve McQueen on top of a uh, right. an elevator, scenic elevator, but not have the blades of it, the helicopter actually right. crash into the building like they would. Unlike the, unlike the first one that did crash into the building and just made <laughs> right. it worse. Yeah. Yes, exactly. There was a lot yeah. of that going Amazing. on with those helicopters. Amazing stunt! Like I went back and rewatched that and, and paused a lot. You have these. You have a shot of two women in party dresses and cocktail dresses walking out onto a ledge on a balcony, and then you have the helicopter come down and explode. And those women are right in front of it. And the way they composited that shot, and they also used stunt dudes. It was it was two skinny dudes dresses with wigs on. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have stunt guys and said before that stunt dudes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the way that shot looked, if if you watch it just flat out in mm-hmm. regular time, it looks like two women get exploded right in front of a yeah helicopter. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, uh, by the way, okay. Clear this up for me. The mom did the mom of the of the girl the deaf mom die? I don't remember what happened to her. Did she die? I, you know, I was trying to I was trying to remember because so much was happening. Because some of the people they just like they just threw away. It's like it's like oh we're just gonna get rid of Robert Vaughn. He's like ah and he falls away. I'm like what? Yeah, well that's he what I'm trying the senator. to. We can't just kill him. Yeah, that's why I'm trying this to movie. get a, 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 a who's who's our best chick in the bucket because like Robert Vaughn's character. Uh, I have other. We questions saw him, him, but oh my god, they just like said whatever. Yeah, this, you know, this movie—you really need a matrix of who lives and who dies because it's—it's it's like the top five best, highest build actors all live, but right. beyond that, you probably died. Yeah, you probably right. died. You probably are out of there. And uh, sorry, Robert Vaughn, but you're not as cool but as you're you right. Know, these other I guys. was trying to remember what happened to the. To the deaf, uh, to the deaf lady, I was trying because that was the mom. Yeah, and they, they went didn't... and rescued the kids. Was she? Were was right? The mom wasn't in and there. And I'm sure they showed on screen where she died. And I probably was just like, I don't know who that is. And she probably just died. I mean, they should have had her like signing, oh no, or something. So well, I don't know. Oh, okay. the deaf lady. Well, then she gets <laughs> kind of grab a bucket. She's yeah. checking the bucket this week because I could. I, she just right. disappeared, and the kids. What about O.J. Like, Simpson? Oh yeah, he came the up juice, at the, the end because he had a loose. cat. 
He had a cat, remember? Right. The juice was loose all over the place. And after that, where'd he go? I uh, want to know. I need to know where he's at at all times. Well, famed, <laughs> famed murderer. Did anybody James, have eyes on OJ? Yeah. Anybody have eyes on OJ? Or, Orenthal James Simpson, famed murderer and a uh, tiny bit actor and football player. Yeah, he. This was like one of his first little bits of business. Yeah. And it wasn't bad. It was okay, I guess. Right. I mean, no. I mean, it was his job to look at those. Uh, that panel of a thousand lights and yep. figure out what was going on. Yep. Right. <laughs> now it. you They're said fame, you said feigned murderer, but he never, he was never officially like uh charged with, no, he, he did charged it with murder. He, he was never it. prosecuted for murder. No, he did it. No, he okay. got prosecuted. But, but that's he fine. But that's fine. You could, but he as far as, then you got to explain who did it. Yeah, the guy yeah. is clearly the murderer. And, yeah. and <laughs> he, the guy, hundred percent did it. I just can't, I can't get over how, how OJ's career arc looks like because before this right he is the most famous athlete in the world and to to maybe okay maybe uh uh muhammad ali uh, oh yeah but, there you go but oj like he he all he had to do was just sign checks yeah. he's just gonna make money not like nothing but he he they find out he can't really act so they put him they put him in naked gun movies he making oh, money he, no fist. Mm-hmm. he was actually funny in the naked gun movies mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Because everything yeah. would happen to him. It'd be the, you know, the pratfall, and then he'd land on a bear trap, and then he'd get up from the bear trap and step on a rake and hit him in the face and stuff like that. It was, you know. Yeah, it was what Man, it was. I just, wanna, I just want to say to anybody out there who's listening, if you find an easy way to make a lot of money, just be cool. Just chill out. <laughs> be cool. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your life as a rich, famous person. Don't, right. Go killing people. Well, don't, it's almost yeah, like don't go reach it. It's almost that's good like, advice. Don't go killing people. It's a good advice. Yeah, that's good advice. But it's almost like money isn't everything. You know what I mean? Like obviously Absolutely. something's missing in that dude's life, and uh, it got effed up all beyond. It all went downhill after you tripped over that uh, that luggage in the airport. After yeah, that, that was your he trouble right recovered. there. Yeah. When no one ever checked him after that, they should have. They're like, yeah. "Hey, well, are you all right? No, I don't feel very good after tripping over that luggage. Well, it's okay. We'll just not worry about it." Why did I used to get so? I used to get actually pretty excited about that commercial. I mean, I like commercials for the most part, except for the local commercials, which get on my nerves. And I don't like the commercials who are always trying to scare you into something. But a good commercial, this this trying to sell me something that is exciting or fun, I am down every time. And it's one of the great things about the Super Bowl every year is because we got tons of money they can pour into feel good commercials. Yeah. And uh, I used to love it when OJ would be running through the airport and he would hurdle over. Uh, over the luggage. That was that commercial, right? Yeah. I am remembering that correctly. Yes. Oh, yeah. As I get older, sometimes the question. Samsonite or, or no, it was Hertz or it was a rental car, it was Hertz. right? Rental that was car, it. Yeah. That was it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I used to love seeing that. I would just like stop. It's like I'd be doing stuff. It's like, stop. Oh, here he comes. Wait, didn't he also do luggage? It was a luggage thing for a while? Or do I have that? I think I've done that. Uh, who knows? Doing. I think I've you're probably com- confusing it because yeah, I've conflated them. that luggage. Yeah, right around the same time there was a grill in a cage smashing Samsonite. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think I'm confusing it with the gorilla. With I don't do think that's it. what I'm doing. I'm no, like, I know we're right. not confusing right. it. No, but we're not going there. Around the same time, there was a popular commercial of a gorilla destroying luggage. Yeah, but, wasn't it, but also that Hertz thing features him like throwing luggage just barely over the line to get into his flight on time or something it, like that. It seems like that, yeah. That's I why, I, that's why I mix it up. Acrobats with luggage. That, that was hurts. Yeah, you're gonna be able to. You're gonna be able to drop your car off right at the gate, and it's gonna get you there faster. Right. And uh, his second biggest. I just looked this up. His second biggest advertisement deal was with uh, Dingo Boots. Oh, do you remember? Weird. This at all no, not is at that all. Australian. 
Yeah, it was Go an boots. Australian. And like, there are tons of of different uh, ads with him wearing these beautiful boots. Oh, oh those are nice. The dingo boots ate your baby. Look at those. <laughs> 1969. I don't remember that. Oh, so it's earlier than all this. Okay. So maybe one of his early yeah, things. And then of, course, uh, of course, his deal to advertise the Ford Bronco fell through really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that white Bronco, man. Whew, that's so This nightmare. goes really slow is the problem. I yeah. need eyes on him now. Where's he at? <laughs> yeah. That was a weird time. But uh, but yeah, he's in this. And it's not a giant role. It's pretty small. No. Um, in fact, it's like early. thing that. He did the. Oh, go ahead. He, he did the thing. Does anybody do anymore? Uh, he he turned the flashlight on and had it pointed at his hand to make sure that it was on. Do it. Does anybody do that? Um, oh I yes, mean, right, right. I mean, the flashlight is my phone, and let's face it, the entire control system for this building is would now be an app. Yeah, it'd be an app. Right. Right. App. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, he, but he so he shows up early with all his dumb buttons. Then he shows up midway trying to save somebody. And at the end, he brings yeah. the cat back. It's an odd thing for your yeah. job, for your first big film job. You know, it's like, right. hey, OJ, right. here's mm-hmm. your job. You you are you're our only three act character. <laughs> so the the only other uh, great actor for me for me small time big actor is going to be Gregory Sierra. I mostly remember him from uh, Sanford and Son. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. love it. But uh, he plays the bartender here in this yeah. movie. And he has Another one of the most. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You know, I, I was trying to think, I wonder what the easiest death scenes are for these people to film. Because, you know, lots of things require like gunshots. You get squibs going off on actors and things. I think just giving an actor a mouthful of something bloody looking and mm-hmm. spitting it out and indicating yeah. internal damage is probably maybe one of the easiest ones to do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's what he does. Just goes, oh, was, that, was that him that died that way? Blood. I can't remember who died. Yeah, he got, he got slammed and he said, oh, no, the 29. Statue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was an yeah, early. Yeah, he death. was also uh, Barney Miller. We remember him from, yeah, but Barney also Miller's he was El Puerco on soap, and that's what my, that's yes. my connection <laughs> to him, El Puerco. Brian has so that. many, so many things come Soaps. back to soap for you. I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah soap, soap and moonlighting are the. That was your sexual <laughs> awakening. Was soap. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you first woke. Up. I did have a thing for Corinne Tate. I'll, I will admit yeah. it. Hey, what was the weird? So I made a note here that says Robert Vaughn looks like Ted Cruz, but forget about that for a second. Um, What was the Robert Vaughn movie? (laughs) What was the Robert Vaughn movie we saw that was so weird where he was in a spaceship or something and 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 lived in a cave? Oh yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was he was the uh, he was the the bounty hunter. Uh, He was. Oh right. What was that called? We watched it. Was um, Battle Beyond the Battle Beyond the Stars? Battle Beyond the Stars. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Okay. I, I, I struggled yes, yesterday to remember this, and now you've cleared it up. Now I, yes. And I looked all through his IMDb, and I couldn't find it. But that also, guy looks like Also Cruz. on the A-team a lot, by yeah. the way. Oh, yeah. Bad guy. Well, uh, yeah, like they every, never let him in the they never let him in the in the van, but he was all he over. was like I think he, if I remember correctly, he was all over 80s, 70s and 80s. Yes. Television, one appearance you know, one or two appearances kind of thing. If you needed somebody not to smile, here he was. (laughs) He looks so official, this whole movie. Yes. Yes. They could have cast him as the president of the United States. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's probably done that. Even when he was fallen, he still had that Robert Vaughn look on his face like, oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's got... known as the man from Uncle, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But he's he's one of those those dudes that I feel like I, I saw him equally in TV things and movie things. And... That's yes. unusual yeah. because we're talking about a time where TV is a little bit shunned. 
Like if you were on TV, you were Battle of the Network Stars level. And if you were yeah. in film, you were cool. And never the twain shall meet. Or if they did, it meant you were struggling and you had to dip down into TV to get any work or whatever. It's not like that anymore. Yeah. Now it's like prestige to have, you know, uh, something totally like is. whatever. Like yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier, which just happened this weekend. Uh, 30, 40 years ago, that would have been seen as like a step down. Like, oh, you're going yeah, from right, movies yeah. to TV. Not anymore. We figured it out, I guess. I don't know. It's all yeah. big, one That's big because medium. there's so much money coming into Netflix. They can, you know, and Disney Plus and everything else, they can afford these mm-hmm. top tier actors. Yeah. Okay, so what is the what is the middle-aged actor who toiled in not being uh, huge in movies, but then found their huge success in TV? And is it the Breaking Bad guy? Oh, um, <laughs> Breaking Bad Frank guy. Cranston? Well, uh, he didn't do much in movies. He's always kind of been TV, though, right? I mean, yeah. he has yeah. had a couple of opportunities at the big screen, but I mean, he's pretty yeah. much TV guy, so, right? So I'm looking for the Brian Cranston of movies to TV prestige television. Um, hmm. uh, oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just watched a whole bunch of Mandy Patinkin and then later, uh, dude who wants the monies from Homer. Can I give his name? Um, <laughs> oh, uh, Joe Mantegna. Mandy Patinkin was a pretty big deal on ER, right? Yeah. No. Uh, the ER. other one. The other one. Chicago uh, Hope. Not saying elsewhere. Chicago, Chicago Hope. Hope yeah. yeah. And he, anyway, he's on, he's Criminal Minds <laughs> is him. And then he left for a while. I think he's back. Uh, my wife's yeah. watching Criminal Minds. I do not really like that show, but she likes it. Don Cheadle's a good one. Like he, like, you know, oh, that's a really good one. Don Cheadle. He uh, is doing that. What Billions or Black Monday or something for Showtime? Right. Um, oh, but, what's that but called? Certainly uh, a yeah. big time movie star. Yeah, I mean, like Oscar. Like, I, it feels like it's everyone now. Like I don't yeah. feel like there's any. Yeah. It's not you unusual anymore. It's it's everybody's got mm-hmm. a project and they're all jumping back and forth and. And I'm here for it. I'm. I think that's great. Like mm-hmm. the two mediums are so not this, so not that different. So, and it wouldn't. Great. It just wouldn't surprise you anymore. With with a couple of exceptions, like if Tom Cruise was suddenly going to be on a TV series, that would be a surprise. Yeah. But like for the most part, if I just said like The Rock or Denzel Washington or whatever, you'd be like, Yeah, I get it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what people do now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the in the case of usually it used to be the graduating up. So the Denzel Washingtons of the world would start on St. Elsewhere find success and then boom catapult it into hollywood these days it's just real flexible it's like come on back right, yeah. go back out come on back direct your own movie then come to a series Kevin on netflix bacon did that right yeah bacon did it everybody does it i think that's bacon great did it like bacon i said did like, it bacon did it i prefer it. <laughs> i prefer a world where where those lines are blurred and there's no it's not some weird no, you club. like blurred lines do you yeah blurred lines <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 however that goes uh all right i uh da, da, da. That's, that's exactly how blurred lines go i wrote <laughs> i wrote in here uh it's like your baby shark when you sing that it's a little bit like that um, right right it's perfect <laughs> i wrote here everything ex- shark, everything exciting in the 70s took way too long to get going i still i still it believe is. it this movie yeah. is the epitome of this and i'm not saying that the build-up isn't worth it or there isn't a payoff at the end but you right. didn't have to take I, so long you know i have a hard time with this because um as just a movie lover i really don't mind a movie taking his time and dragging his feet as a film reviewer as we are here on 
<laughs> on the film sack somewhat is yeah. disappointed. It's like, ah, crap. Get to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's but, not like uh, a, just a movie goer. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. If I, I mean, yeah. I never saw this when I was, I had been three or four years old and this came out, but, um, and I think I saw it once on TV and my, and literally my only memory of this movie is that OJ Simpson's in it. That's it. Like that's right. all I remembered. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember any of the main character. Steve McQueen, total surprise to rem- to be reminded he was in it. Total surprise that uh, any of these people are in it. But uh, right. what I remember seeing when I was younger, when I saw it on TV, is very different. Like I just remember a lot of fire and OJ Simpson. That's it. That's yeah. a weird. Thing. I don't remember that at all. I remember there being a lot of uh, people on a boat. And uh, the boat sinking. And I'm like, that oh can't yeah, let's be right. talk about that. Why do you confuse this <laughs> yeah. with uh, Poseidon Adventure? What's your deal there? What's going I, on? I think I think it's because of the stupid water down scene in this film. This later on, I think for some reason I I only remember that scene uh, well, because it's one of the biggest scenes in the film, and I get confused. It's also the same path, right? I mean, with path. the Poseidon Adventure, it's like, all right, we've got all these different groups all trying to get something done. We're going to cut back and forth between them. These yeah. guys have to kind of tunnel through and go through a, a really uh, sketchy uh, staircase to get to where they need to go. These guys over here need to and- dangle people on a on a swing chair, which, uh, by the right. way, is the ride that you go on. <laughs> At the Rio <laughs> Hotel in Las Vegas, between the two towers, it's like no, the same kind of, of metal chair that you go on between those two towers. Is that that too? is great. And you kind of like you're, ah, have you done that? Bullied. Exactly. No, I've never done that. I would, I would have no problem with doing it. It's just, it's just inconvenient. To I go would to have, the a, Rio I Hotel. would have, a, I would have a big problem with doing that. But also, I think there's a, there's at least one actor and actress. I think I was trying. I meant to go back and look, but it seems like there was a cameo of actors and actresses that actually appeared in both films that was a nod uh, to that. I don't know if it was a nod, but it was certainly there. And I think that's one of the things that confused me as well. Oh, uh, well, I, I don't blame you. Trivia, I, like there are, there's a whole right. generation of people who have the deep impact Armageddon problem. Right. Uh, or whatever movie, right. you know, twin movie came out and there'll be plenty more for us. I'm sure in the future, cause we're going to watch a lot of garbage Absolutely. between now and the time we die. Uh, right. so. They always want to make double garbage. <laughs> Double yeah, double you know, garbage, I've never yeah. seen this movie because I just thought of it as old and uninteresting. Mm. And I'm so glad we watched <laughs> it because it's awesome. Like the movie yeah. is really big mm-hmm. it's for, for all of the fact that it's completely confined to one building, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Die Hard was too, and that's a big movie. Yeah. It just like, I'm, I'm really glad we watched it. And I, I kind of wish I had seen it before in my movie history you know yeah and the love making they make to firefighters i mean they romanticize firefighters like i don't think you'd seen in film up until that point there was even a big dedication to them and i thought that was well loads of all those dudes all those extras were actual firefighters which is cool right Um, yeah yeah they they did seem to want to take some of that stuff pretty seriously other than the water tower crap which is so dumb if we can do that in the first place and then your fires (laughs) come on man they were they were putting uh, plastic explosives up there and they actually even put it in places that I thought made logical sense. I mean, they you know they put it on the bolts and everything. I was like, okay, this mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm. looks like somebody put some thought into what. But the way doing. that those things broke, like uh, like nobody chunks, was yeah right, just chunks taken out. I'm like <laughs> that. That was I blame that all on the people who were responsible. Like if we had ILM during this time, right, right. it would have been totally different. But all those shots were you know filmed with miniatures and you know. Uh-huh. It's like they get the shot list and they're like, oh, okay, I don't even know if there's a director there. They just say, here, we need these shot lists. And it's like, here you go. And 
and uh, it was kind of it was kind of crap. Like especially when the water was coming down and the fire was getting extinguished, it didn't look like the fire was getting extinguished because there was no smoke. It would just like looks like somebody turned down the gas flame, turned down the bit. fire. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, the meat's burning. Turn it down. Right. <laughs> well, and on the other hand, there were tons and tons of shots of firefighters being ineffective. Like they were just. Right pouring water out of hoses and the fire's raging and they're just like so much water how is this fire still going that's that's how we're gonna fight this thing we're just gonna do nothing now you're gonna let me play this where is it right here hold on here we go gross what did i find gross because i'm I'm gonna give you a hint because it's gonna take you forever otherwise it's a very general yeah they don't Wait, we don't. We didn't do uh, gross things as much in old films like this. I don't think. Um, but I've got to go with um, the flop sweat. It had to be the flop sweat that grossed you out, right? Any uh, anytime no, there was no, that didn't bother me because no. like Paul Newman's just great looking, even when he's sweaty. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> I got a real thing with Paul Newman. I don't know what it is. That dude just. Oh yeah. Well, look, we haven't talked about how great Clearly. Paul. We haven't talked about how great Paul Newman is on the surface. He started giving away his gifts back in the eighties, his dressing, uh, and then started selling it and gives a hundred percent or did. They still do. Hundred percent no, of the proceeds. Do. They still do. Yeah, they still do. It. On the surface, Paul Newman is an amazing. You know, no, he's uh, a good. He's a good dude. His his philanthropy yeah. was legit. He was he was a relatively. Uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There weren't, there weren't a bunch of shocking scandals around that dude. He just sort of got yeah. work done and, and you he know. looks good from here. I can't say. Yeah. Yes. Who knows? Uh, his, but, his job is to wear a, a tan leather jacket so that we can tell him apart from everyone else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a patch on the back says Newman. Yeah. We're Newman. Newman's own Newman. jacket. Yeah. This is Newman's own, but, um, Newman's own jacket. but yeah, like, uh, none of that bothered me i'll tell you what it was. you're never gonna get it for me it was just the general decor i hate that place oh yeah oh that, yeah those popcorn oh. walls, oh, and, popcorn stuff walls and, yeah. and green shag carpet and freaking <laughs> did we not yellow did we not, uh, oh, blah, blah. right did, did we not know stop drop and roll at that point in time because they no, had all those nobody, ugly nobody knew those. Yeah. <laughs> well if they did they didn't was that later I don't know what that was. Yeah. Well, no. When did we? Because we, they would just like burn. I wonder if there's a there's probably some history on that we could find. But, but well, yeah. I mean, it was such it seemed like such new information for me when I was a kid. I was, but I was like, I just assumed it been around forever. Yeah. But uh, that those ugly looking, you can definitely smother somebody with those nasty polyester. <laughs> those drapes they they've pulled uh, down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were so bad. They looked like pee. Yeah. They were just pee colored. Everything yeah. was bad. Yeah. And I yeah. and I and I just could never quite. I don't mind hairstyles, colors I can sort of get around. Um, but there's something about the building decor, and we're supposed to feel like, ooh, the latest and greatest and it best and in. whatever. Yeah. And instead, you're like, no, this sucks. We are very close to realizing how bad this looks. And you're going to be re- I felt like telling those people, you know what? Better let it burn down because y'all are going to have to redo all of it. All of it's going to come up again. It's going to cost you billions to redo this stuff in about 15 years. So. Just but their let it costumes burn. have really held up. Yeah, like everything, the clothes yeah. that everybody's yeah. wearing. Yeah. It's like you could totally get away with wearing any of that today. Yeah, that stuff's bad. And most of the uh, and most of the chauvinism stood up okay. It didn't. Uh, <laughs> it didn't come across. I'm serious. Yeah, chauvinism I mean, this, held up really well. Yeah. I mean, it could have been. Oh it could have been much worse. <laughs> yeah, it I mean, worse. it was just you know. 
it would have been much worse, but I did cringe when what's his name uh, approaches his two secretaries. You have to have two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And two it's secretaries. Like, uh, uh, you know, secretary number two, you can go home. Secretary number one, I need you to stay and take a <laughs> and write a letter and mail it for me. Like I can, I can't. I couldn't be. I'm a man. Who writes? What man yeah, writes? No man writes his letter. own letters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I knew something had to be up there when that happened. And then the way we were looking at each other, I went, oh, we're doing this, are we? Right. Okay. Oh, oh, we're doing the secretary thing. Okay. Is this new idea in 74? I don't know. Do you guys yeah, think right. he killed his wife? What's her name on the, in that Natalie boat? Wood? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, uh, Christopher question, Walken. Yeah. It was Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher, Christopher Walken did it. Cause he was there, right? <laughs> Wasn't he there? He was there. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if Robert Wagner was there. Natalie was Wood was one of the many also considered for this movie. Uh, uh, people named in the trivia. There's, mm. there. Hmm. It may as well just be anybody who was alive in, ni- in 1972. Because, like, yeah, I mean, you, it was, was it was there. a large set. You had to fill. I mean, that was a lot of people. And, oh yeah, uh, that's probably the reason. That's one of the reasons why this film is so long. And uh, and it's it's fine. It really is. But there was just so many characters they introduced, and so many people and backstories. Like I love the whole son-in-law uh, gambit. Oh, yeah, they were running. Mm-hmm. I sure that, do that hate. Fun. I sure do love hate that character. What a dick! Oh, like yes. just the biggest Simmons. dick. Just a dick. Oh my gosh! And you knew it yeah, the minute Richard you Cameron saw him. That so well. He played. That's he also thing. hit his accent real well. I want just real quick yeah. props to Richard Chamberlain, British born. He he sounded yeah. not English, and I always appreciate when mm-hmm. someone can pull that off well. So, mm-hmm. well done. Good job. And that house Good he lived God. in in San Francisco is probably if you put it on the market today, that thing's like twelve and a half million dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so nice. back then it was probably what sixty grand, <laughs> more more money. Uh, freaking yeah! The seven. I want the seventies back just for so I could just put my current bank account on it. <laughs> right, yeah. buy some property. Uh, right, yeah. then take it away again. That's fine, but let me do all that then, and then come back to the future and let me benefit from my investments. Every time you have that thought, whenever you think, "Ah, oh, I wish I could go back in time and invest," you are now, right now, back in time. Invest right now. Yeah, it's a good point. Except, well, whatever. Don't do it in housing right now. It's a freaking nightmare. Oh yeah, that's crazy. But like, uh, I totally understand why so many people have sunk, you know, a few hundred, few thousand dollars into different cryptocurrencies. Like, of course you you have to take right. a chance. Yeah. Right. I tried to, well, whatever. I experimented a little bit last week with that NFT stuff. Uh, the non fungible oh. token thing for artists and right. stuff. And, um, boy, there's some, <laughs> there's some dark Gankiness. shit in that. Yeah. There's some weird yeah. shit going on. I don't, I don't know. I I haven't you know I haven't pulled any triggers on any on anything, but I have got a couple of horror stories from a couple of um, artists right. who did some stuff uh, through there that got screwed. Uh, I believe it. I I was out thousands on of dollars screwed. Bit, so it's pretty bad. Yeah, I was out on Bitcoin and that kind of stuff when I found out. Oh, you might have to keep a to to really do it right. You got to keep a paper ledger. I'm like, forget that. Oh, geez, really. <laughs> Wait, yeah. you do? <laughs> Why do you have to keep a paper Bump ledger? That. Is that true? I didn't know. Uh, it's just yeah, just to 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 ensure that if anything happens to the to the chain. I mean, I I, I didn't understand all of it, but I started getting into it. I, I watched like about uh, felt like six hours worth of it. it was on like an hour uh, YouTube yeah. video on that, and I was like, yeah, this is too much trouble. We are about we are going to get some emails, and that's fine because we you know we. Oh, I'm learn. sure we are because we got it. I'm sure we totally got it wrong. And that's fine. I'm yeah, sure people I, I, are passionate I, about this. Send it in because I'm all about learning. But uh, it's a right. it's an odd place, and that NFT thing is a real weird new wrinkle in it yeah. that I cannot quite get my head around. But 
And on the We're other hand, I watched, I watched somebody put some art up there. I, I watched the concept artist put some art up there, and he made $54,000 US once he converted the currency back on yeah. a digital piece of art that you can copy a million times. And he just has the rights to say that he owns one, yeah. you know, the digital version, but he doesn't actually really own it. He can't control it. It's so weird. It's weird, you guys. Yeah, it's always... It's always like that. The people who get on the ground floor make lots of money. Everybody else gets screwed. Kind of, yeah. I feel like that's yeah, where it's going. It's just how it is. That's fun. We got yeah. to talk about it. NFT on the show. That's great. All right. Uh, would you guys... Okay, question for the team here. Would you rather... Here, I got to play a... Uh, <laughs> would you rather... Here, here's our would you rather... Here's our theme. Right. <laughs> here's our theme for Clearly. would you rather, okay? All right, there you go. Would you rather huh. die by fire or smoke inhalation? Which would you prefer? Oh, geez. oh, absolutely! Yeah, smoke, smoke inhalation. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. you just slowly choke out. That's much better than burning to death. <laughs> burning. Yeah. All right. So one is less painful for sure. Um, one would think. Anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I'd say mm-hmm. that too. That's probably not a very good question. Yeah. Like yeah, I like to die in my bed, like uh, Miss Blake. Like uh, Susan. No, not Blakely. Who was it? The other lady. Uh, I saw her. Uh, she looks. She looks like a little firebrand now. Little, little short, little blonde or white-haired, screaming little mad lady. You got to see her. She's. <laughs> she looks like somebody. I was in a bad <laughs> She looks like somebody that was forced to kiss, uh, uh, to kiss Robert Wagner and didn't want to. There she is, Susan. <laughs> Susan Flannery. She, that, she just uh, looks like uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. Jo- what was it? Jennifer, Jennifer Jones. Jones. Yeah, oh, Jennifer is it? Jones oh, I have the wrong lady yeah. then. I thought it was Lori. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I have a totally uh, different no, lady. Though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She was already a older lady, wasn't she? Like one of the old. No, ladies? you guys have this wrong. Kind of a, so the girlfriend yeah, Jones the, was was uh, uh, Fred Astaire. Yeah, that's Fred Astaire's girl. girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, Lori, oh, the character, yeah, okay. the so character Lori, the blonde with the with her panties showing. Uh, that's Susan Flannery, and she looks like she could kill you now. Did, that's what I'm saying. I thought she was wearing those <laughs> f- those full bodysuit. <laughs> She was wearing the control top pantyhose. Control tops, yeah. That's what oh. I thought too. Yeah. Well, when she went out the window, you could tell she was also wearing a bunch of fire fake shit because that looked about right. right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that wasn't her. But yes, when she went out the window, the person who was out the window was wearing a fake fire shit. Yeah, you could see it. It was like all thick and rumply. And by the way, Newman's son, who is uh, what, what was he? Rookie? Was that who that was? I think what? it was. Was that Newman? Yeah. Yeah, Newman's had uh, oh, Newman Newman's had his actual son. With, son. Yeah. yeah, his actual oh, son. Paul I think Newman. was, was in this. I think he was the rookie, right? Yes. I thought you right. meant Seinfeld Newman. I didn't know you were. No, about. Newman. <laughs> I'm like, wait, Wayne Knight's son is in this? <laughs> no, and when backwards. and when uh, Steve McQueen was showing his upper body strength, holding on to a uh, Newman, little Newman, uh-huh. I think, uh, dangling yeah. off the uh, man. Yeah. Really? I'm just thinking, okay, that guy's going over, and he's like, every right. time his arm slips out, it's flailing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I didn't know. Kick that. out a window and lower him into the into the basket. Why didn't we they take to, that? Why didn't they just run that elevator, the helicopter, run that elevator back and forth up to the promenade floor and take twelve people to let time down? Yeah, why not? What the hell was that about? Uh, all right, such thing. It. Uh, I did want to say that the, the 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 best thing I could say about the movie is it succeeded real good. At being hard real to good. watch and cla- claustrophobic, <laughs> it just felt really freaky. Oh, yeah. To me. yeah, didn't expect yeah. it. I thought I would blow all that off because this is old and these are old techniques and the actors are ancient. No big deal, and I can't take it seriously because how old I it is. I am having a, I am having a real uh, revisit with older films, for, uh, personally. 
I've been going back and watching a lot of older stuff I never saw that would, came out. When I say older films, I mean things that were released before I was born. Right. And yeah. uh, and I've been watching a lot of that and just going, wow, is is so it's it feels even more foreign now that we've lived through the age of COVID because I'm like, what are these people doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, so it even feels even more foreign. Do you, now. Do you guys? Yeah, uh, that's why I liked when we would do these occasional '70s films right. that were yeah. regarded as classics. Do you guys ever do? Um, or is anyone here seen that Butterbum movie? I can't think of the real name of it. Uh, Butterbum, the one movie? where the one where um, uh, more. What's his name? Puts butter, uses butter, and then does the bum. What's it, what's that called? <laughs> oh, you're, talking about, you're talking about Brando? No, yeah, Brando. About, um, oh, when he does the actual butt sex the, or whatever it was. Yeah, butter butt in Texas or what's it called? But last uh, France. Tango in Paris. Last Tango no. in Paris. Yeah, yeah. Last okay, Tango in Paris. Oh, that is so funny. God. How we got? The, how did we get there? Okay. That the reason so I'm bringing that up. Serious. The reason I'm bringing that up is that, that movie's one the, of those like infamous movies you hear about your whole life. I've never seen yeah. it, and yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, there's been a bunch of recent right. talk about how, yeah, I really did that, and it, it basically, you know, is committing rape, and then others have said, no, no, that was all part of the thing. It's just the mystique of the movie, and. Everybody was in on it and blah, blah, blah. Like all of those controversies or whatever. And I've never seen it. So like there was a movie that came yeah. out before I was born and I have no idea yeah. if that's something I should want to watch or not. Probably not. Right. Cause there's butter, but no, you should watch it. You should watch it. Yeah. I mean, that scene, that scene is wow. But yeah, he did, get a, he did get a best uh, actor uh, nomination for that too. Oh, did he? Right. Did he not go yep. like yeah. he does where he doesn't go? Like he'll, Right. Uh, he probably didn't like where he did for uh, The Godfather. He sent up uh, Sashin Littlefeather up to accept right. his award. That's yeah. right. amazing. If you're not familiar with that, people, you need to go look that up. Marlon Brando. I just need, uh, to, I just need to stop a second and re- recognize that just when I think like we're years past Peak Johnson, we get <laughs> Butter Bum in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that Paris, came from. Texas. It wasn't Paris, Texas. You know, Texas. that's what I was thinking was Paris, Texas, actually. That's where right. I, why I said Texas. Yeah. But, yeah, I can never remember the name of the damn, the damn movie, just that there was butter involved. That's all I know. There's there's they Marlon Brando, a bunch of butter, and a the bum. Butter bum. The butter bum cut. Yeah, the butter bum cut. Yeah. <laughs> Look for it on HBO Max. Four and a half hours. Coming soon. Uh, uh, real quick side note: Anyone see that yet? The Snyder deal? Has anyone had four hours? I did. I did, I did really? watch wow. it. Yes, and like I was saying earlier, if I'm not watching it for review, I love long form movies. I mean, it, it doesn't even feel weird because shoot, I mean, let's face it, we binge stuff all the time. I've sat down and watched more than four hours. Oh of, yeah. yeah, you know, entertainment. Plenty sure. of times in the last year, so it it didn't it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, yeah the length is not the problem. Uh, every, literally everything else is the problem. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. I I enjoyed the Snyder cut. Now, some of the things it did sometimes feel like, especially towards the end in that uh, in the post scene, just like uh, I feel like he didn't get all the shots he wanted for this, but he had enough that he wanted to kind of piece together something. And uh, I, I enjoyed it. Well, my, I thought it was, my, it was my, far so superior what to I, the other. Yeah, that's what I Whedon. keep hearing is it's a whole lot better than the the Whedon right. tweaked one or whatever. And that uh, yeah. it's, you know, this still is not a great movie, but it's better than it was and maybe up there with DC movies. But um, I didn't see I the theatrical, it. so I don't know what to compare it to. I never did see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you did. Did you see the you'd seen the Snyder Cut? Right? No, I'm gonna. Um, I'm oh, gonna. Go on. I haven't yet, though. I want to. Yeah. I think I, I think I mean, I feel like I have to, right? We're nerds. We got to do this. Right. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Have to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Just remember that I am a, I am probably a, 
maybe a bigger Snyder fan than most of you guys. Yeah, you like that girl one. You would have to be. Seriously, this is like the, the Lars von Trier of, uh, of, of nonsense American directors, right? It's like, I, I, I feel like telling someone to watch this movie is just like, it's just cruel. You're, you're, I you're, disagree. You're being a, a bad person. If you, you can, you can check out at any point in time. You don't have to watch the whole film, if but you, you can 15, never leave. Minutes, right. I'm not holding anybody down. <laughs> hey, that's a familiar <laughs> lyric somehow. I don't know where I heard that before. <laughs> I'm not holding anybody down with a butter. Scott, and making them watch this. You can, you can. Please remember, you can turn off that movie. Okay. Remember that. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, sure. Totally. Uh, here's my stop thing watching. With it. Pick it up another time or whatever. I'm sure. a little closer to Dunaway in this, in that I think Zack Snyder has a very cool aesthetic, and he's and it's worked really well a couple of times for me. I thought the Dawn of the Dead remake was amazing. I really liked his Watchmen take, and I really liked mm-hmm. uh, 300 a lot. Uh, right. I think everything since then's been a little problematic, but the DC stuff mainly. And uh, it bums me out because I think he's better than that. His new zombie thing with Dave Batista and whoever all's coming to Netflix is, um, oh, I forgot yeah. what it's called. That looks awesome. Like, it looks like a throwback right. to that remake, and I'm in on that. So I'm, 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 I'm not a Snyder hater, um, mostly because I don't know why we hate him. I think we just, if, he, if a movie's kind of crappy, mm-hmm. I think we're. Did it, you right. see just, Did you see the weed in Justice League? Though? I never saw Justice League. I never did. That's why I'm saying this will be fresh to me. So. Have you guys ever, were you guys big JL, JLA fans? I know a lot of us were during a time. Was it was either, the, oh, Marvel, Marvel or I DC. Was, I was the Marvel guy. And, you know, right. You know, I still love them. I read DC all the time now even. Um, I love yeah. DC comics. I love JLA. I think the comics and the animation stuff is is amazing. And the Berlanti TV stuff is pretty good. And, you know, that that's where they've, DC has never lost its shine for me outside of movies and for a long time they were right. still king of the hill <laughs> when you were doing like you know the batman movies with nolan those were huge um right it's just they right now they just can't compete with that shit marvel's doing i just i just by, i don't know by the by the way my mom made okay so my birthday was this past week my mom made my birthday the best birthday ever now you do say birthday right asking, you say birthday i do birthday. like i love that he says i do too birthday. don't change that birthday. don't ever change that all right so anyway yeah. on my birthday uh we were uh <laughs> we were talking she's like what you been up to and i'm like oh last night i watched the the Zack snyder cut of uh and i was like i realized immediately that she would have no idea what i was talking about Zack snyder cut and i said oh watch the Zack snyder cut of Justice League. She says, oh, cool. She says, is that the one with Spider-Man? And I was like, thank you, Mom. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> thank You're you, Mom. I, I forgot what it was like to be a child and feeling like your parents were out of touch with what's cool. Because Justice League, Snyder Cut, probably not, you know, you're probably not going to be going to feel pretty stupid if you, you're not, like, really cool or nothing. But right. Mom made me feel a little bit cooler yeah. when she called it Spider-Man. Yeah. I, and Iron Man. And then she said, maybe Iron Man? I was like, no. No, it's okay for most of the world. They don't, yeah, they don't. It's not important. I should say most of the world. It's not important to them. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're heroes in tights doing cool stuff. That sounds like a fun time when you go ahead, honey, and enjoy your movie. That's fine. Yeah. Made me feel like a kid and I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Nothing wrong with that. I I just, I think that we're way too forgiving with the phrase uh, overindulgent. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, it's just overindulgent. That that makes it okay. No, no, no. If it's technically incompetent, 
then there, you don't get to excuse it that way. Mm. Like this movie is technically incompetent. What was that? The Snyder cut? Yeah. Have he's you seen about, the Snyder cut? Yeah. He yes, saw you it. have. Yes. Okay. I disagree. It's not incompetent. Oh my God. There's not so incompetent. Oh my God. There's no way that, okay, look, I'm incompetent. I am an incompetent <laughs> filmmaker. If I made the movie, it would be, you could go, Oh yeah, that was incompetent. But no, this is actual filmmaking, and I enjoyed it. You say incontinent I, I mean, or incompetent? Let's make sure. <laughs> I was actually incontinent. Okay. What, but what, now makes incompetent. A, what makes a movie, Scott? It's music. It's costumes. It's sets. It's compositions. Everything I just said is incompetent in this film. And, and every now and then, there's a shot that's like decent, yeah. and Snyder ruins it by throwing the camera around to, ha- to, 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 to hide really bad CGI, like mm. scarily bad CGI. Wow. Seriously. Okay, so, all right, so, okay, so are you saying there's not music in this movie? Or not film music? Dude, this what music, is, the, what the is, Junkie okay, XL did the soundtrack. I'm confused, I about, the, in, I I'm confused about the incompetence. I, I don't understand. I can understand you saying, oh, I don't like the film. But incompetence? That seems that seems a little self-indulgent. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you did. Turn right. around. What do with this movie? But, I, but it's just it's it's absolutely terrible, and like I I almost feel like you should watch it so that you can then talk about how you know how to compose a shot, like you know. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gives it a seventy four percent. IMDb gives it eight point four out of ten. Metacritic gives it a fifty five. I definitely don't think I'm the only person who thinks this film is at least competent. Well, I hear they do. I but the one thing I wanted to hear, and it sounds like they did it, right. is they did uh, Cyborg right. Like they gave him yes. his due. Dark Seed, or are you talking about? No, Cyborg. Oh, you're talking about Cyborg. Oh, yeah, sorry. Cyborg. And, and the fact broke. is, the Whedon Cyborg. version of this movie mistreated Cyborg terribly. Yeah. And this fixes that. Yes. Uh, anytime you have mo- more uh, Joe Morton. You're 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 doing it right. Yeah, I like that. Guy. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that there were like uh, this like makes the the terrible Whedon movie worse. <laughs> I'm just saying that this is this is uh, first of all, it's not an action movie. Yeah. It's 220 minutes long, and I would guess 15 minutes of action, and every single minute of action was in the Whedon version. Every every right. bit. Hmm. So, have I'm, you ever read JLA? Sorry. No, well, I, I mean it's it's mostly superheroes standing around, eh. uh, you know, d- debating debating how you know the ethical thing to do. It's not like a fast action Spider Man where you know he's giving quips care. while he's performing it's the action. A comic book movie and a comic book movie <laughs> is an action movie. And like, I, 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 don't care. Right. I don't care what someone drew and wrote in nineteen ninety four. This movie has to stand on its you know on its merits. Yeah. And it really does. I'm serious. You should get a stopwatch when you watch it, Scott, and count the minutes of action. Yeah, you, that'll, that'll help you enjoy a film better. Stopwatch while you're watching it. And have, yeah. you know. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'm excited for all. We're going to get a load of uh, back and forth from the uh, audience, which is great about this. And, and we'll get a we'll get a good pulse of what everybody thought of. Of that, I actually wish you had watched the Snyder Cut before Towering Inferno because, like me, I think you would really appreciate Towering Inferno a lot more than otherwise. Like seriously, I, I, I just did. can't get over how how well made Towering Inferno is, and and part of it is that it, it, I only felt like I could go upward from. Uh, Snyder Cut. <laughs> you can well, only not, go not up too far because the you'll get Snyder burnt. Cut. 
I love that. All right, we'll take that. Just Zach don't Snyder. take the scenic elevator. Yeah, don't take the scenic elevator ever. That's just the rule. Uh, but I do have. Listen to this. I've got some. Pre- oh, I have a tiny bit of scrutiny. Let me just do this real fast, and then we'll move on to clips. Scrutiny. Uh, Steve McQueen's primary concern when filming was that his fireman's helmet made him look like an idiot. I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't wrong. Yeah. This helmet makes me look like an idiot. An idiot. Scrutiny. Here's another one. There was Remember so much nine foot phone. This one says here's there was so much consternation in the Stephen Queen camp that it, when it was discovered that Paul Newman had twelve more lines of dialogue than he did. Whatever. Come on. Did were they really that petty? Like, I don't. I I don't think so. But we've always had a fascination with Hollywood and yeah. this infighting. So it's right. it's it's fun. I do love stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we also like we also really really like it when they kiss and make up. Like we we like to pretend that there's a fight mm-hmm. so that we can then have them both come out on the Johnny Carson show. Yeah. And sit next right. to each other on the couch, and we feel so good when they. Oh, the yeah. sets on the Carson show in '73 and '4 were so bad too. This was like such an era for that. Sh- uh, what was wrong with us? The collective style <laughs> sense <laughs> of that era. I just don't get it, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's one thing to say. There's some things that are sort of timeless, or come, come and come, come and go, and all that. And I get it. Like his jacket, that can come and go. But just the overall, like, like Carson in his old plaid suit coats and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. checkered pants and the freaking shitty color i just don't know how we were ever there yeah. how did we ever do it i'm saying i'm saying paul newman's jacket in this movie is timeless it is it is good. it's great right. it is good yeah it's no good. complaints that jacket i would have badass. i would have really liked to have taken a look at that vulgar underwear though i was really disappointed it did not make an appearance well there's always time in the future my favorite my favorite fake feud with late night uh, is Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon? I I love that <laughs> that ongoing right. bit. They still yeah, because they it's not just uh, uh, him saying it every night. Sorry, my apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of right. time, but it's like also video things, and it's the Sarah Silverman "I'm Effing Matt Damon" song that came out. <laughs> yeah, are they they still do it? Is it like a still running gag or yeah. anything? Yeah, okay. during the during the quarantine, they even had a, a thing where in the background while Jimmy was doing the show from his house, Matt Damon snuck out of the bedroom with his wife following in a <laughs> towel wrapped in the towel. So. That's good. All right. I'm glad they're yeah. doing that. They, they, you should do that. Tell your, both of your careers are done. Just keep it up. <laughs> right, yes. It's totally fine. Yeah. Amazon.com delivering what you need. And in particular, Amazon pharmacy. Oh, man, this is exciting stuff. They make it easy to order prescriptions and have them delivered straight to you at Amazon Pharmacy. The process is simple, saves you both time and hassle. No more waiting in line at the pharmacy. That is the worst. Instead, have your doctor's office send your next prescription straight to Amazon Pharmacy, and then you will receive it delivery, or it delivered, rather, to your door. Straight to your door. You know your door. You've been using it a lot the last year. Well, that's where it'll go. Amazon Pharmacy works with most insurance plans nationwide as well. Uh, I've had nothing but great experience with Amazon. How fast shipping is is a main part of that. Getting uh, prescriptions this way is my new favorite way to do it. I just don't have to think about it. They show up and boom, it's arrived safely on my doorstep. And I love it. Amazon Prime members can save on prescription medication when not using insurance and get free two-day delivery. Learn more at Amazon.com slash Filmsack. That's A-M-A-Z-O-N, you know, Amazon.com slash Filmsack. Try it today. 
All right. I have clips. Let's do these. These yeah. are these are some clips, guys. Oh, man. I mean, I, when I say clips. clips, boy, howdy. Not really. They're just kind of people talking. Uh, here you go. Let's start. <laughs> Let's start with this one. This is uh, um, uh, where where is it here? Oh, here we go. This is a party in the tower. Thank you. But I'm going up to the party in the tower. Oh, yeah. We heard that in the intro. I forgot. OK, we're not going to play that mm-hmm. one again. How about O.J. Simpson showing up? Hey, Bill, tune in the main utility room. Okay. Have you ever said when you talk to somebody, did you ever say say before you tell them to do a thing? You ever go, say Bill, say Brian. Say Bill. Say, say Bill. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that. No, whenever, whenever Tina needs me to do something, she does start with Brian. It's like, I know it's coming. Oh God. I hate it when my name comes out. Yes. Cause I'm the only other person in this house. She doesn't need to say my name. If she's talking, then unless it's to the dog and I can tell when she's talking to the dog or the cat. I know it's me, and she doesn't need to say my name before she asks me. But to she never me. says, say Brian, though. Or she, knows, she never goes, say Brian, do uh, be, 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 be. She never does that. Say Brian, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, know. All right. I never say, I am, say but yeah. right. I am not dad. I am so dad. Like, every, literally every time I'm referred to. You're so dad. Starts with, so dad. Yeah. So dad. Time, I've, gotten, I've gotten used to it. I don't even know if I would respond to just dad. People love the, mm-hmm. the, the starting a sentence with so. It's a popular thing thing i've noticed like if you start your youtube video often you start with the word so yeah uh, so, so, so i, I was, was doing this thing so hey guys so yeah. it's like what's that about what are we doing it's like 1970s i don't know Shaker. anybody that has to rely on a crush to start a sentence is just stupid oh yeah, hi i do it all the time uh here's a uh wagner talking okay so he says words. What happened? Somebody hang the wallpaper upside down? Yeah, dude. That, everything in there looks like <laughs> shit. All over this damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's all bad. Wallpaper. That's that's something we don't do very much of anymore. Right. Wallpaper. Right. I heard, it was my wife, told, someone told me that's coming back in a huge way. Some Pinteresty sort of everyone's. And I'm not surprised. I know. I But man, I don't think that should come back. That sucks. Is it inexpensive, mm-hmm. but it is it is hard to do it right. Yep. And if you, you do it skills. and you don't pick something that's timeless, you're going to tear it down in yeah. two years and wish yeah. you'd never done it. It's like and Lenovo. It's cheap. It's all going to stick to the wall. Yep. This is why Russians are so smart to put big fancy rugs on their on their wall. Because oh, they yeah. take it yeah. down if you don't like it. Well, in Soviet Russia, rug hangs on your wall. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to this clip. Uh, don't have to take oh uh, some kind of crap. I don't have to take crap from you. Okay. So that was that. Yes. Oh, that was going to get peed on. I don't have to take crap from you. <laughs> but I don't have to take crap from you. Here's uh, milk in the kitchen. I left you some milk in the kitchen. See you later. <laughs> she See you later. Oh, she was talking to the cat. Yeah. It was the cat. Oh, right. Right. Me- me- meow? Yeah. You know I have no opposable thumbs, meow. Oh, in the, in the kitchen, you say. Okay, thanks. Do I, am I supposed to know her? I mean, we talked about her before, but do I? am I supposed to go, oh, that actress, she's, a, she's this or whatever. I don't know her. How am I supposed to know? Somebody her? probably knew her. Yeah, Brian or Randy brought up her name earlier. The 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 lady that he was trying to bilk out of money. Um, that had the the cat. Well, I, anyway, you're not gonna help. Hey, Jennifer, Jones. Gonna, Jennifer Jones. What's her deal? Help. Why should I know her? What's her from? Um, I could look her up, but like, is she a, famous? A, this was her last movie. Okay. Uh, even though she even though she lived to be ninety, this was this was her last movie. She didn't do a lot. She did win an Oscar. Oh, okay. Um, That's something. She, her, her Oscar was uh, best leading actress in a movie called The Song of Bernadette in 1943. All right. Um, just a, you know, just an successful. older, successful lady. All right. 
Yeah, I'm looking at her IMDb. I don't think I've seen a single other thing that she's in that okay. she's been in. I think it's like for us, it'll be like uh, who won for my cousin Vinny? What's her name? Um, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. She imagine a, ge- well, a generation from now, and they're going to see Marissa Tomei in her 80s or 70s in a thing, and they're going to go, "Why do I? Why should I know her? Oh well, she won an Oscar one time and uh, had a successful career." And then you're like, well, what for movie? Gosh, oh, my cousin Vinny. It's they're like, they're not going to know either. Right. We're, lo- we're those in, people in the future. Yeah. yeah. In the poster for love is a many splendored thing. Uh, uh, what's his name? William Holden. He's yeah. in this movie. Yeah. William Holden is in shorts only. He's otherwise naked and he's holding Jennifer Jones, who is on her knees and looking up at him. Ew. And if you've seen that poster, you'll never forget it. And it's so weird. It's awkward. It's cringy. But uh, this was a big, big deal back in the 50s. She was leading lady for these guys. All right. Well done, William Holden. Uh, here's a. Oh, this cracked me up. <laughs> it was the guy trying to cut the ribbon and uh, he just made that weird. Oh, that was. Yeah. It, it almost felt like a little improv, like they really that having a hard that, time. That was yes, that was totally. Yeah. yeah, that was the that was the mayor, right? And he was there with the big giant scissors. That yep. oh wait, I forgot we couldn't cut Robert Wagner's scene because he went and got the giant scissors. Oh, it oh. Make sense. <laughs> giant scissors oh. that can't cut, cut that through. part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now it makes sense, Brian. <laughs> Literally can't cut that part because this is right. Can't can't, can't, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well said. All right, here's uh, some. Oh, no one ever calls broken wires this, but I thought it'd be fun to play. Hey, Dunk, if that fire was caused by fooky wiring in this building, we could get fires breaking out everywhere. Fooky wiring? Fluky. He say fluky or fooky? Fluky. I'm going to play it again. Let's go go to the tape. Hey, Dunk, if that fire was caused by fooky wiring. He said fooky. You might be right. You might be right. Yeah. (laughs) That's really weird. I'm afraid. Now I'm afraid to look up fooky because I'm pretty sure that's probably going to be a a derogatory term. Let me see here. Well, that's okay if it's derogatory. Let's find out what it is. Uh, No, it's just just a fledge cookie. Okay. Okay. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that sounds good right now. I would like a fudge right. cookie. I can't have those. All right. How about uh, yelling? Uh, oh, the, the glass tower. Oh, I hate this. This is this is some bad mm-hmm. sound work. There's a reason this movie didn't win for sound work. So this is here's an example. It's just too. It was so screechy sometimes. That's my biggest complaint. Uh-huh. Maybe uh-huh. technically, just right. a lot of yelling. Oh, great. And the dialogue. Why? Is I, like, why go, yeah. ahead. go ahead. I why, why, why did I go to Why did I go Urban Dictionary? I should never go to Urban Dictionary. Oh, don't go there. Now I'm finding Now I'm finding more bad things about Fuki. Forget yeah. it. Yeah, I've rarely turned the volume up and down as much as I did in this movie. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, me too. It was uh, the music, especially, was just so loud. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the the talking was recorded way low. Yeah. It was I, so incompetent. I lay that on HBO. <laughs> like you, you definitely have a process for staging movies. Yeah, and they could uh, even out the highs and lows. They could. Oh, of course. Yeah, they absolutely could. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. It, it, they could. Re- well, I don't know about remaster, but they could totally tweak it. And they didn't. Um, there's better examples of that even later. But I'll get to it. Faye Dunaway. Really? Uh, here she is. It's really all right. It's really all right. <laughs> it's really all right. all right. That last bit's weird. Right. Hey, we're just, right. just going to keep that. We're not. Keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Do I tell you? Yeah, no time. We have two and a, two hours and forty five minutes of this thing to cut. Um, go, go, go! I We're just, losing daylight. I just, I just wrote the word drama here. I don't like the way you talk to me. 
You drunk? Not yet. Well, then get out of my way. You didn't talk like this two years ago, did you? Oh, him and the son-in-law. Richard Chamberlain, man. Yeah. yeah. Chewing the Oh, he's uh, so much better to listen to than to look at in this movie. I just felt like he was so slimy in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. a dirtbag. It was it's his fault, right? The whole thing's his bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He went for the cheap wires. A-hole. Uh, here's Wagner's something about a phone book. Oh, no. Wagner's no, phone don't work. I don't know. Whatever it is. Here it is. Oh. <laughs> Banging on that thing. <laughs> I do love that. Yeah, just... We don't get that bam, anymore. Bam, bam on the... Uh, yeah. And we don't get it anymore. Like, that used to be a thing no. all the time where you'd tap it and so... Operator. Operator. I'm not going to line out. Operator. Like, I, I miss those way, things. It was so dramatic, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Richard Chamberlain and you know his role in this movie, his wife, who I guess they were new newlyweds in Nude? this movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Susan Blakely, she was twenty five years old when they Ooh, shot this movie. Hey. Yeah, and she was fairly stylish. I loved her. Her wardrobe was one of the most fun in the whole movie. She was good, actually. She struck yeah. me as a actor, <laughs> someone who acted. Saying, imagine well. being yes. imagine being twenty five and walking onto the set with all of this. <laughs> Oh, this would have been something. We else. saw her in Over the Top. Yeah, oh, we what? did. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't Let me that. turn my oh, head around yeah. backwards and show and you. And Dream a Little Dream. Oh. Oh. Somebody's she mom. That? Probably she was somebody's in that. mom. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We didn't see my mom's a werewolf, but it feels like we should. Yeah. <laughs> really does. Got to fix that mistake at some point. And Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, apparently. Uh, oh, well, shit. One of her, one of her last things. Oh, yeah. she's not with us anymore. Nickel of her career. She passed away. Oh, she's still with us, but she was on, uh, no, this is, uh, she was on, this is us most recently, oh, 2018. Probably like all, plays somebody's mom. This is like all the old, uh, Hollywood types from the sixties and seventies all ended up on that show at one point or another. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. weird. A lot of guest starring she on was, there from those. That she, was of, yeah. she was on an episode of Cougar town. And I don't know if I want to watch that. I love Cougar town. Yeah. Cougar town was, Cougar all right. town was yeah. great. You know what else is great? We're rewatching Community right now, and it's great. Oh, such a great show! Yeah, my daughter. You know what to stop? Time. Yeah. No, yeah, you've yes. told me. You warned me. Yes, so. you got to pick the right place to stop, and yeah. you have to you have to let go of the fact that Chevy Chase is terrible. Yes. Oh, I let go of that really early. Yeah. Nah. I I like the character of Pierce because I think it works for the show. Yeah. But well, whatever. We don't have to get into it now. Right. But was he really acting? That's the question. <laughs> Probably not. Um, okay. Let's just do this one. This one's, uh, oh, uh, OJ got to send a man up there. Damn it, man. You should have sent a man up there. Yeah. Damn it, man. Should have. Now I'm going I'm to go kill damn people. Damn it, man. All right. Here's the sound of people <laughs> moving in an elevator, and it made me uh, capture it. I don't know why. It's not even funny. It's just this weird sound of people. It's like when they're all in the elevator and they're nervous, and then the elevator suddenly goes, to start moving this is the sound mm-hmm. they made i don't know why i captured it isn't that weird <laughs> <laughs> is that what like the elevator just gets flooded with people the uh, first time yeah the first the first yeah they're all trying to bust yeah. in there and get past yeah. each other you could also have set it up as we went into the backyard and recorded random sounds coming from the chicken coop <laughs> right that was gonna say they did so it sounds like an animal so yeah <laughs> Like those videos where people just see turkeys on the road and go, and they go. I love that. All right. Here's uh, the loud and soft difference in the sound work. And it's terrible. So that's an example of like, they went from a, that was an, that wasn't me cutting it. That was the movie's cut of like horrendous sound. 
quiet talk. Italian 38. Funny. <laughs> wow, that's abrupt. Yeah, I don't like it. Not one bit. All right, here's duty. duty. Now, that, that's actually something of the time. I don't think that was something that was. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just bad now. Like, yeah. fix it. That's just something that don't ever do that again. Duty. Duty. She says duty. 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 <laughs> uh, Steve McQueen gives us uh, one of our few swears uh, in the movie, but uh, he drops a big old shit. Shit. That's when he realizes he has yeah. to be the guy to go in there. I feel like I need to see some Steve, Steve McQueen. Like, you add a little yeah. fart before he speaks? Mm-mm. No fart. No fart added. Let me play it again. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, that sounds like it. <laughs> I didn't. Dang. I didn't. I didn't. Although I did watch. You want to see something delightful? That Wonder Woman movie is not very good. This new one. WW84 or whatever. Oh, yeah. But you know what is good? The blooper reel from that movie is, a fa- is fantastic. Yeah. Those people are really enjoying hanging out together. Uh, I would watch a buddy comedy of just Chris Pine and uh, Gal Gadot hanging out. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. there's this scene where um, Pedro Pascal, who played the villain in that movie, trips on purpose in the White House. And in this cut, he trips and farts. And then and you hear it in the cut. just like, <laughs> And he like puts his head up and goes, I farted. I farted. <laughs> and they cut and they have to do it again. <laughs> I just want to say I admire an actor who farts, admits it, and can have a laugh about it. I think that's great. I'll bet you William Holden farted all the time, but never admitted it. Probably never would have copped to it. No. Nope. would have blamed it on uh, Paul Newman. Yeah. You know guys like Dick Van Patten would just lay waste to his pants and never admit it. <laughs> all right. Here he is eating smoke. I'm going to keep eating smoke and bringing out body. Yeah. Yeah. Right Six now, years later, all that smoke eating is going to catch up depressing. to you. I can't believe wow. he's only 44 in here. It's so crazy to me. Anyway, uh, there you go. And that's your uh, that's your clips for the day. And that means we've arrived at this point of the proceedings. Grab him. Nope, that's not it. It's the film sack checklist. All these actors were used to working in this much smoke because they were all chronic smokers. Check. Uh, I have always wanted my own fire pole and still kind of do check. Yeah, I love fire poles. I really want one in the house. I would love yeah. it. Yeah, I do too. I'd always get worried when they have the kind that has the the uh, the vent opening that opens up. A little like, hatch. Launches have a hole. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that little hatch. It scares me. Yeah, I don't want the hatch. Totally hatch pinched. has moving parts. You got to maintain it and stuff. Yeah. I don't want that. I want just a hole. Give me a hole in the, the hole with a pole. Yeah, hole, hole, hole. A hole in a pole is all I want on my weekend at uh, Brian Ibbett's house. Saturday at night. I just want a head. That I, I just want a head that I can flip up and push a button and slide down with my best buddy. Yep. That's there all you I go. Want. There you go. Uh, I also wrote. Uh, oh, finally, Richard Chamberlain always gets what he deserves. Check. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to the the connections. I'm sure there's Star Trek yeah. connections here. Randy, did you oh, find my gosh, any? Yes. This movie has so many people that I didn't. I didn't. Uh, elaborate on what they all were. So, okay. for instance, uh, this movie includes Felix Silla, John Crawford, and Paul Comey, who were all in the original series. This movie includes John Hugh McKnight, who was in Star Trek The Motion Picture. A guy named Frank Orsati was in Star Trek V The Voyage Home. Uh, no, that's not right. Star Trek V The uh, uh, Undiscovered, undiscovered the Country. Frontier. Oh, no, no, no. Final Frontier. Final Frontier. Final Frontier. <laughs> the Undiscovered <laughs> Frontier. Yep. And, the, uh, and the search and, and for the final frontier. Mm-hmm. There were also the next generation connections. There was a guy named Nick Dimitri in this movie. And there was also George Wallace. No, not that George not, Wallace. Not, not Norm. 
And no, 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 not that George Wallace, the racist governor of Alabama. This one is a white man, and he played Admiral Simmons in the TNG episode Man of the People. Oh, I like it. <laughs> this one's a white man. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. All right. Hey, uh, nice job on the connections. Soundtrack great. I'd give it an SAS for 70s as shit, and that's fine. It's, it's fine for the music. It's fine. It's a little loud. It was a little over the top. It was. It didn't sound like John Williams. That surprises me that that was him. But it, it was early. I thought it sounded like John Williams. It, I just, oh, I I've never thought to put it in my score collection because I just don't, like, this movie just isn't, it doesn't have something super memorable in the score. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't. Plus, that it was made like three years before you were born, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah well, I mean, I, I got uh, my score collection goes all the way back to like 1921. Mm, but, wow! Oh, wow! Hello, my baby. Like, Hello, my baby. So you got <laughs> Gladiator. <laughs> do you do? Do you have like yeah, um right. like the old like in uh, Fallout New Vegas has that great old timey uh, discordant mm. audio of like 20s music and stuff? Do you have stuff like that? Like. Not really. Mm. I, I don't. I don't particularly like the out of tune piano sound. If that's what you're talking about, yeah, yeah like, the, like, like the Bioshock Infinite stuff. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like that, but it doesn't sound like you have that. Um. Oh, I have an example of it right here. Hold on. This will be fun. Or maybe it won't. Hold on. Why won't it work? Okay. <laughs> I'm not having as much fun as you promised. Yeah, it's God, not as fun I'm... as um as I thought it would be. All right. No, it's loading, so right. that's not fun at all. Loading is never fun. Um, all right. Well, I'll wait for that and then play it in a minute. Uh, let's um Oh no, here it is. I found it. Okay. This is called I don't know what it is. Here it is. Is this playing? No. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that kind of like Are you on top of uh Shawshank Tower uh <laughs> Oh, it does sound like it's coming out of like a speaker or something. <laughs> mm. Well, anyway, I like crap like that. How about this one? I think it's perfectly fitting. That's a, I like it. That's a music box. I, I, for, for me, whenever you say old movie music, I always think of The Wizard of Oz. And it's, it's kind of hard to believe how old that movie is now. Over 100, right? Close to it? 81 years Jeez, old, I want to say. Really? Like it's my a, mom was born when that was... Oh my it's gosh. older than that, I believe, isn't it? Like closing in because uh, it's like the seventy fifth anniversary was like almost twenty years ago. Maybe I don't know. I think it, I think Wizard of Oz is nineteen thirty eight, right? And we are we are twenty twenty one, so it's so it's thirty nine. So it's on up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's moving on up to it's the top. On up. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Let's uh, move on to the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. Let's break with some tradition here and just start with Randy this time. The Towering Inferno. Lots of men, dozens of men, maybe hundreds of men going up and downstairs and in and out of rooms and a couple of women, maybe as many as three women, but they're all just trying to leave. Just like a Saturday Night at Epitaph. There's so few women oh, in these Nobody parties. wants to leave an Ibit party. No, no, no. From what I understand, real weird things happen there, so be careful. <laughs> uh, let's now go to Brian Dunaway. The Towering Inferno. Like $140 of vulgar underwear. I only needed 15 minutes, but we got over 165 Oh, good. The Navy is here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I I really enjoyed the Navy helicopter. For some reason, I just nice. couldn't, I couldn't look away from that Navy helicopter. Nothing wrong with the Navy. That, and that... And that first helicopter that that uh, that that he flew in on actually was for a seventy four. That thing was it was brand new, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. brand new. It looked like he was having fun in there, mm-hmm. and he was all into whoops. He was all into his racing stuff. 
at this point, the right? Queen? No, Paul Newman. He oh, was like, Paul, Newman. Paul Newman. Paul Newman, yes. Yeah, he was all into that and getting ready to knock the world out with his with his his ranch dressing. With, all right. With his dressing. His dressing. You think I act good? Wait yeah, you, you, should, taste this. you should hear me talk. Uh, Brian Ibbett. The Towering Inferno. This building is lit. I mean, this building is in fuego. I mean, this movie is th- close to three hours long. Pack a hot lunch. <laughs> oh, it was so long. True story. It was really long. All right. Uh, now, enjoy the following alternate titles. Yes, these were titles that almost happened but didn't. It's almost called The Really Long Inferno or <laughs> this right here. There is a hole in the roof. All right. That's the other title. Oh, it's true. It's a nice the throwback. came down. Hey, we got an email. Uh, we get emails on the show. And we got one from Dave from Kansas City. He wrote into filmsack.gmail.com and he said the following thing. I was wondering if you guys could consider adding the movie Enemy Territory from 1987 oh, to your yeah. movies for Filmsack. It is an obscure movie, huh. but I think it would be perfect for Filmsack. It has a crazy plot and a crazy cast. It's basically a mix between Die Hard and Emilio Estevez's movie Judgment Night. Sounds like another one we should do. Oh, um, I love Judgment uh-huh, Night. That's uh-huh. so good. Stars Gary Frank, Ray Parker Jr. Yes, the guy that sang Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, this. Tony Todd, the Candyman himself. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent and Stacy Stacy Dash, Airwolf. who was in Clueless. Yeah, Airwolf. Jan oh, Michael wow. Vincent. Uh, here's the synopsis: An insurance salesman, Gary Frank, and a telephone repairman played by Ray Parker Jr. inadvertently get trapped after dark in an apartment building in Harlem and are terrorized by a street gang called the Vampires, who are led by the Count. A.K.A. Tony Todd. Uh, the movie isn't streaming anywhere wow. that I can find, but uh, there is a decent copy on YouTube. Uh, yep. may, keep it on your list, basically. So we will. We'll put it on our list. Also says, thanks for the podcast. I've been listening for years and figured I'd recommend an obscure movie that most people haven't heard of uh, that you guys would have a blast talking about. If you don't end up doing this, and that's cool, but I'd appreciate if you would at least watch that trailer and consider it. Yeah. Signed, Dave from Kansas City. I, re- I remember this cover box from uh, my days at Blockbuster, and I'm trying to remember if I actually watched it or if I just read the cover box and went, oh, okay. Your, your old okay. Blockbuster days, eh? Did you work at a... You did, Blockbuster right? days. Didn't you work at a Blockbuster? Oh, yeah, for years. Oh, man, yeah, that's so cool. I never had the chance or never yeah. did, or I always felt like that'd be a cool thing to have in your belt now to talk about, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had... Oh, yeah. I had we, have a, we, we have a Netflix documentary all about it, right? Is now. that out now? I want to see that. Yeah. That's the one about the whole uh, uh, the rise and fall and all of it, right? Like the whole thing. Yeah, I want to see that. And I guess Paul Shearer was a a longtime blockbuster worker before he became an hmm. actor. Oh, really? really? I didn't know that. That's awesome. Man, I, that man, everybody sure. that everybody that worked at Blockbuster uh, when I was there were all film lovers because one of the benefits of working at Blockbuster is you could check out movies at the end of the night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you just anything you, you that just wasn't. Go, yeah, anything that wasn't already taken out. Yeah, I mean, that's what the whole of Clerks, you know, there we go, Kevin Smith was, yeah. was you know, um, where his love of film came from was right. working at a movie store. Movie and is he, I saw rental. him, he's associated with this somehow, like, uh, he's on the, he's on the placard for it. So I think he's the host or the narrator or something. Oh, okay. Kevin, Kevin Smith has a, a lot to say in, in that documentary. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a, but it's really, not his deal. Like it's not, he's not. The, he's the main narrator. Out. He's just in it. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. it was directed by a guy named Taylor Morden. 
okay. They just happen to show him on. I don't the... know if he's doing a lot right. Yeah. I know he's like trying to get back into doing things, but you know he's been having all this health issues, and I think he's just been. I think he's doing great now, though. He got he had that heart attack and then uh, lost a ton yeah. of weight and is looking pretty good these days. I think. Yeah. The main thing is you need to watch the last blockbuster on Netflix, and you need to be looking at the last blockbuster Twitter feed while you're right. Oh, the just Twitter remember, feed is awesome. Just remember, nobody's holding you down with a with butter and forcing <laughs> yeah. you, so you can leave at any time. Yeah, you can leave. It's not a problem. You don't have to watch. Yeah, there's no <laughs> freaking butter butt Texas, everybody. Right. Uh, well, there you go. We'll put that on the list. Thank you, Dave. We appreciate the recommendation. Our next film is the Alec Baldwin crap fest known as The Shadow. Uh, I saw this in theaters and hated it. And at the same time, I know it's perfect for film sex, so I'm pretty excited. <laughs> To talk about it here, because I want to talk is about that, why is that I hated still part it. of our shadow. Is that still part of our March mat- madness? Is gone. Uh, Max no, it's still right? still part of March madness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. got another week. Okay. Yeah, we got another week. This one's on HBO Max. It's uh, I don't forget the year. Ninety something. Nineteen ninety four. Ninety four. Okay. That's earlier than I thought. Anyway, it's uh, yeah. Alec Baldwin is the famous uh, originally started in radio, maybe comics. I'm not actually sure, but the shadow. Yeah. I used to love the radio stuff, the old serials that my grandma would play and um was real excited about that movie like rice krispies or can no <laughs> yeah that's it but i came away from that okay, movie going, Ugh, this is bad this is a bad movie right. i'll never see it again but i couldn't have foreseen film sack <sighs> and neither could you so. right just remember us <laughs> just remember us 20 years after the towering inferno no i try not to mm-hmm. think of 20, yeah yeah that's a, that's oh, where wow. movies they went to that's, that's weird okay hold on a second huh. Towering Fer- and Inferno and The Shadow are closer <sighs> together than The Shadow and us now. Yes! <laughs> That's so effed up. Because yeah. it's not like movies have changed that much since The Shadow, but they changed a lot oh, since Towering Inferno. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they have, and I just can't see it. Anyway, that and a lot of discussion around it next week right here. On FilmSack. In the meantime, FilmSack.com is our website. You can uh, visit it whenever you want. Get all the old archive. Check out FilmSack, or sorry, QuickSack.ly, which is this great resource uh, put together by BombBots, which is amazing. It's an amazing thing. You should go check that out. All sorts of cool stuff, so check it out. FilmSack.com. FilmSack is our Twitter account. You can also uh, send those emails, FilmSack at gmail.com. And whenever you review a show on one of your uh, favorite places you get your podcast, it helps us get discovered by new people. So please continue to do that. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. For 29. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Duty. Duty. <laughs> <laughs>